flat bench, six reps of 185 pounds. First time in my life I've ever done it. I had to get to spot, some spotting for my wife, but uh, it's all good. I wanna say thank you to gym guys, specifically to Leroy Huggins, to uh, Ryan, to Giovanna, uh, for helping me out over the last three months. Get to this point, um, if you're considering personal trainers, gym guys is the way to go. Um, they are awesome. flat bench, six reps of 185 pounds. First time in my life I've ever done it. I had to get to spot, some spotting for my wife, but uh, it's all good. I wanna say thank you to gym guys, specifically to Leroy Huggins, to uh, Ryan, to Giovanna, uh, for helping me out over the last three months. Get to this point, um, if you're considering personal trainers, gym guys is the way to go. Um, they are awesome.
And we are live. NFL Draft Eve, boys. Mr. Siciliano with the tank tops. Got the guns out tonight. What's up, Mr. Sis? <laughs> What's Gotta going on? My prayers. Gotta say my prayers tonight. Gotta yes. get one of my boys tomorrow. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yep. Yep. Mr. Kirkpatrick with the Nick hat. Knicks are up 14, baby. Let's go. Let's start this streak. We got NBA playoffs coming up. Knicks, baby. Let's go. NFL draft. We got a new quarterback. I'm fired up for tonight. Are you fired up, Mr. Kirkpatrick? I'm fired up, and I'm just going to say this. Tomorrow night with the 11th, I'll be saying this on tomorrow's show, with the 11th pick in this year, in the 2021 draft, the New York Giants select with that Alabama hat, Mr. Eddie Siciliano, because with those guns, I want him blocking for Danny James. Hell yeah. Hell, sis is on, listen, sis is on the radar. But a um, couple things tonight. Uh, first off, we got a comment from a Daniel Taflin saying hello. Hello, Daniel. Thanks for watching. Daniel, welcome. Coach Breslin, well, what's up, guys? Looking forward to a great show. Great news. Bridgewater to Broncos. We're going to get into that later. <laughs> I think we're going to get into that a lot later. Oh, yeah. We've um, got, we got a lot of people joining us in between. You know, we'll have, like, so fun segments. But tonight's all about the draft. Oh, so yeah. Uh, you know, that being said, I'm going to bring in our first first guest of the evening. And our guest should be joining us in a second. Okay. By the way, our good friend, Mr. Phil Benanti, saying good evening, all. Actually, Phil, I got to com- um, communicate with you because I would love to do something with Hackensack Baseball. Uh, I was going to reach out this morning to you, but uh, we will get in touch with that. But uh, I know Our first guest needs no introduction. Jab. It's, it's, it's <laughs> the very own wits and wagers, but uh, it's ticket time. You know, ticket time's own Carson Shear joining us for a few minutes before his stream tonight. What's and up, our co-host on Wits and Wagers. Welcome, Carson. What's up, Thanks for friend? having me on, of course. What's going on? What's How are you guys doing? What's up, Mr. Carson? Right out, on, right out of the gate. Uh, Carson, I said pick 11. The Giants were going to take Eddie Sis with those guns. You missed him. He flexed. <laughs> I don't know. The Lions at seven may have to take him. Show him those guns. I see guns, him, man. Sis. I see him. <laughs> anyway. Uh, one. There it is. There they are. No more. Rushing the quarterback, rather. You're embarrassing me now. Thank you. Uh, guys, <laughs> hey, Craig, you take it away. I'm going to be right back. Take it away with Carson. He's got a few minutes with us before he starts. So okay. let's, get, let's get the Lions with Carson, and then we'll do your little segment right after that. With Absolutely. Him. Right Real back. quick, uh, our good friend Henry saying they say high risk, high reward, right? What is our What are our thoughts about the um, you know, Teddy Bridgewater now for co- quarterback competition? Yes. Oh, boy. Yes, it better be competition. I do not want him right now as the starter, Carson. I I want competition, and I don't want a quarterback, Henry. Please at nine at nine fifteen tonight, we're gonna have a uh, special guest coming in from Colorado from the Rocky Mountain Thunder podcast, Jerry Murr, for our Briggsy Bronco Mania segment. We're gonna talk a lot of Broncos and uh, nice. You know, he is saying, Henry is saying the Broncos should have more flexibility with the number nine pick now for tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. Um, I do not want it to be a quarterback. I don't. All right, Kurt. Let's get into a Carson real quick. All right, Carson, real quick. Couple minutes. What do you think your Detroit Lions are going to do tomorrow? 
I think if we don't drop the wide receiver, it's going to be another night of uh, shame and misery. Um, obviously, we've talked about this before. Uh, the Lions clean house this year. Obviously, Stafford's gone. Marvin Jones is gone. You guys, the Giants, just, you guys just got a stud in Kenny Galladay. So I feel like Goff, he has to throw it to somebody this year. And, uh, you know, sis, we've talked about this before, but I'm going Devontae Smith. He won the highest. Oh, I knew you were going to try to steal one of my so, boys. Uh, I know that. <laughs> if he's still up there, I say we go for it. But I, I think we need an offensive weapon, whether it's a wide receiver. Um, you know, so, yeah, I think that's where we got to go. Well, sure. I want to throw a scenario out there. I've been listening all day after I heard about the Bridgewater trade myself. The mm-hmm. Lions – can hold their seven pick now because they're right ahead of the Panthers. And the rumor is the Panthers now may go after a quarterback at eight. Mm. So if teams are starting to see that, it might be a King's ransom for the Lions picks. So the Lions may just take, you know, I would do it if I was the Lions. If somebody offers you multiple number one picks for that pick, Patriots, yeah. for example, or somebody, you go and get it and, and, and build for the future. But uh, yeah. at seven – at seven, I think you need the weapon as well, you know. Right. We'll yeah, well, and, and, yeah, and that's a good point that you brought up too, Kenny, because it's like the Lions, I mean, you guys have seen, we're in full rebuild mode right now. So if we, if, if, if somebody offers us like two first rounders, you know, for our seventh, you know, for like next year, you know, and we drop down either in the draft in the first round or we exchange picks, I would definitely uh, not be opposed to that at all, you know, because uh, one guy isn't going to make a difference on a team, uh, especially I don't, I don't really see us – Going after a quarterback, we got Jared Goff already. He's going to be our starter. So, yeah, but if that comes to play, it's going to be a really interesting first round tomorrow in the first 10 picks. Okay, real quick, uh, you know, our good friend Phil Benanti's giving us the update from Schefter today that the Broncos are trading to, for Bridgewater, sixth round, uh, $7 million. The um, $7 million will be paid by the Carolina Panthers. So, uh, that I like, you know, that I like. Um, yeah. Coach Breslin saying, yes, agree with Kenny. Need a bunch of players, so get some picks. All right, so here's what I want to do. I want to play- We got about five minutes with Carson. Yeah, I want to play a little game. I'm going to call this, um, who is your pick, okay? And when I say who is your pick, this means who would you pick if you were – I'm going to give you one. I'm going to give you two players. You're going to pick okay. one or the other, all right? Got it. So let's just start right off the bat. I'm going to go Carson, Kenny, and Sis in this order. Okay? okay, San Francisco 49ers, Trey Lance or Mac Jones? Oh. Uh, you know what? We talked about this before, you know, ranking QBs in order, but after I've watched more film, I think I think I'm going to go with Mac Jones. He's got, his draft stock has definitely risen in the past couple weeks, so I think I got to go with Mac Jones. Sis. He's a lock at number 3. Kenny. Disagree. I think it's Trey Lance. I think because, it's true. And I'll say it real quick because I think he can he can sit and he's he fits Shanahan's system and he can sit behind Garoppolo this year. You don't have to rush Garoppolo out. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh Eddie Murphy saying good evening. One more day till we get Mr. Devontae Smith. So there's another giant <laughs> fan that's happy with that. Um all right, number two, Dallas Cowboys, Patrick Sertain or JC Horn? Carson. Um, I think I'm going to go with Sertain in that, in those two. Sis. I'm going to go with Sertain. Kenny. I'm going to go with Sertain, but I would not be surprised. Horn is catching a lot of, uh, hype lately. So I would not be surprised if Horn sneaks in there. 
Okay, Coach Breslin yeah. saying certain. I will go certain also. All right, number five, the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, Jamar mm-hmm. Chase. I'm going to go three here. Jamar Chase or either one of the Alabama receivers. So Chase or a Bama receiver, Carson. Oh, boy. Um, well, and that's just it, because if you got a chance to take Devontae Smith, I see you go there. But, again, Jamar Chase is a stud, you know, had a great career with LSU. So, um, if, if if Jamar Chase isn't already taken, I'd go Jamar Chase. But if he is, then, you know, I'd go to Devontae. Sis. Can I give you my pick? No, nope, it's either, either one of those, either a Bama guy or Jamar Chase. Take Jamar Chase. I don't want them near my boys. Okay. Kenny? <laughs> I think it's Jamar Chase. You know me. I've been saying it. I'm a believer in get the quarterback, the receiver. He's a young quarterback, a receiver he's familiar with. Yep, and, and that's what, that's what Coach Breslin's saying. That get played in the same system. That's a no-brainer. Okay. Pittsburgh Steelers, Najee Harris, or Michael Parsons? Hmm. If he falls, there's my scenario. What do you got? Linebacker or running back? Team Buffalo Outdoors is saying Chase, absolutely. And Team Buffalo Outdoors, here we go. We're right on your Steelers. I think you go Micah Parsons. I think he could be a great linebacker to add to that uh, already stacked uh, Steelers defense. So I, I would think Micah Parsons would be the guy in, for, in, in front of those two. Okay. He's saying Parsons, but he's not going to fall. But just say he does, sis. Do you go Parsons yeah. or do you take Harris with the running back, sis? Uh, personally, again, I know you guys are going to bust my chops because I'm a big Bama guy. Nase ain't falling that far, so I'll go with Parsons. Kenny? I'm going to do Parsons too, but can I do one more scenario and then we'll do one more with Carson because I know he's got to go. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go Parsons as well, but I'm going to throw this right back at Carson. Mm-hmm. AJ Harris or Travis Etienne? Oh, boy. That's wow. a good one. And Buffalo Outdoors. That's, He's a Steeler fan. I like his his answer on that. Man, oh God, that's a really tough one. Um, I really liked ETN when he was at Clemson. Um, I, I ugh, that's a really tough call. I would I think I barely go with ETN just a little bit more. Sis. You gotta be kidding me. You know, I'm not going against my boy, Najee, <laughs> baby. And Kurt. Najee. I think Thank for the Steelers, I would go Najee, but it depends on the team. For the Steelers, you got to go Najee. He just fits that Steeler. I mean, he's yeah. a typical yeah. yeah. Steeler. Give Carson one more, and uh, we'll tell him what we're doing tomorrow so he can get ready for his All right, team. and the last one, again, this is what you would do. Okay, what you hmm. would do. Atlanta Falcons for Pitts or Trey Lance. You know what? Pitts or a quarterback. I'll say that. Pitts or a quarterback. I think you got to go with Pitts. Um, I feel like the Falcons could um, – I don't think they need to draft him. I think Kyle Pitts, I think obviously he's one. He's the best tight end in the draft. If, if, if he, you got it – he'll he, – no matter where you who drafts him, he's going to fall into place no matter what. And I think if the Falcons have a chance to take him, you got to go with Pitts. You know, they're going to find their quarterback along the way. Okay. But, uh, Coach Breslin sure. saying Pitts – uh, Team Buffalo Outdoors is saying Pitts. Sis, what do you do? Pitts the tight end or a quarterback in number four? No, I agree with Carson. They're going to pick up a quarterback along the way. You got to take Pitts if he's there for Atlanta. Okay, Kenny? 
Yeah, Pitts is the stud of this draft. You know, after, I think he's the number one player outside the quarterback, so it's got to be Pitts. Ryan is only 36 years old. That's still young in quarterback. Right. Well, another co- comment. Eddie Murphy saying quarterback trade Ryan, whole new staff. All right, Carson's got to go. Carson, uh, promote promote the show. And Kenny, go over tomorrow night. Yeah. Carson's going to be on Ticket Time. You want to check him out on YouTube. You can watch him on the big screen or vice versa and keep us on the computer. <laughs> He's going on 8.30. Check, out, check him out on YouTube. And tomorrow, Carson and I, we're going to be – well, the four of us will be doing Wits and Wagers at 7.30. Carson and I are going to be staying on and doing a live draft analyst show with you guys. Yeah. A lot of fun. We'll have open Zoom up for everybody. Carson, good luck tonight, my friend. I will see yeah, you after our you. show. Always a pleasure, and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow for sure. See you tomorrow. Yeah, Carson, if, Carson, yeah. Carson if, you get, if you get my boy, Devontae Smith, I'm not talking to you no more. <laughs> I'm All right, good cool. talking with you guys. Go see you later, later. Carson. See you a little later. Kenny, right. real quick. Kenny, real quick. Couple comments. We got a Bryce S saying Najee all day for the Steelers. Uh, Team Buffalo Outdoors saying Harris by far, but Williams from North Carolina is the fallback for a running back. Yeah, and, he's good. And Henry, I'm going to answer this one right now, Kenny. What could be the missing piece Denver needs to finally in order to become a playoff team? Middle linebacker, Michael Parsons. There we go. And let me welcome our next guest who also needs no introduction. Back by popular demand. He's been off for a couple weeks. Mr. Joey Clams is back with us, fellas. Never got me down, Ray. Hey, Ray, you never got me down. There we go, uh, baby. To Sugar Ray Robinson. The COVID beat me up, but it didn't get me down. How you doing? You're how you good. feeling? Good. Uh, boy, how you feeling? Yeah. Kid, all right. You all right. Great. Hey, coach, how are you? You I'm look good. good. You, look, you look great. Good. God bless you. You look good. Thank you God. Look good. All right, I feel Kenny, good. What we got you know? for Mister? What we got for Mister Joey Clams tonight? Hey, can I one, one second be, before we get started with this with the NFL draft? You, I know you guys talk about youth sports and everything like this. I got um, I want to give a shout out. To one of my players, when uh, I had him since he was seven years old, club baseball, he plays college now for Montclair State. His name is Anthony Garino. He was named NJAC player in a week. He batted 648, and he threw out seven runners behind the play. They call him El, Compen- El Compengino. That's nice. like the police. He's the sheriff back there. He's the law. There you you ain't go. running That's on a- me. God there bless you- Anthony. Anthony Garino from Montclair State. And Jack Blair in a week in baseball. There you go. Oh, y'all, we'll That's welcome him to our show. Everybody's welcome on That's here. It. We'll have him. We'll talk some baseball with him. Yeah. So, okay. What's up with All the right, draft? What do you got What's for Mr. On? Kirkpatrick? What do you got for Mr. Clams? What do you want to do? Some NFC East with Joe? Yeah, let's do, do some with... NFC East. Absolutely. All right. So, let's do it like the order of the draft, Joe. So, the first team picking in the NFC East is the Cowboys. Uh, we, we know they, they have a terrible defense. Well, who, in your opinion, do you think is the safe bet that they're going to take? And then give me like a sleeper or a surprise in the first round. And then how do you think their draft is going to go as a whole? Well, the Cowboys, uh, you know, they need defense and they need help in the secondary. And there's two guys out there that I think they're going to look at. Satan from Alabama. You know, he he's, uh, he's probably rated one of the best def- uh, corners coming out. And his coach is a great defensive back uh, coach in Nick Saban. But the only thing is, he's 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 the best. His ceiling, he might have reached his ceiling. 
there's a guy from South Carolina, a cornerback named Horn. So either one of them are going to – are uh, with the Cowboys are going to pick, either Satan or Horn, because they need help in the secondary. The same thing with the Eagles. The Eagles need help in the sec. The Eagles need a lot, but they do need help in the secondary. And with the defense in this draft not being a strong point, and they and I think it's it's a good move to to grab a, a corner right away, and get a corner because your other uh, parts of the draft with your receivers you could there's a bunch of them. So I think Cowboys are going to go with Satana Horn. I think they like Horn a little bit better. I, but, I agree, Joe. And you got to look at it this way too. They got to face the Giants now with a clear number one wide receiver in Galladay, and they might take a receiver in the draft. So they're going to have offensive weapons. Don't forget this Washington team now with McLaurin and Samuel over there. So I think you're right. I think the Cowboys and the Eagles both need a, 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 a leader in the secondary at corner. So uh, I agree with those two. And then, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Joe, continue with the Giants in Washington. Well, the Giants, uh, the Giants, I, I don't think they're going to take a receiver because they just signed a receiver. I think they got to go defense. They need a pass rusher. And there's a kid out of Michigan named Pay. I think they, I think they got to go there with him. They need an edge rusher there, because they already they got receivers with uh with Sterling Shepard, and they just signed a big free agent. So you got to go, you got to go edge rusher. Uh, that's where I think the Giants are going to go with the kid from Michigan out of uh, uh, what's his name, Pay out of Michigan. Pay, yeah. I'm okay with that, Joe. Now let Cisco because I know he's not. You know, I know he doesn't. He wants a receiver, and so do I. I'm there, okay with the edge rusher if we trade back. I don't think that, an edge rusher is worthy of that pick at eleven. No, exactly. You're yeah, have at eleven, wanting to move up. That's just my opinion on. on yeah, it. at eleven, well, I I don't see them going for an edge rusher at eleven. Nope. Well, you, well, you think that you think they're gonna go? You think they're gonna go with a receiver where they got there's there's tons of receivers. Yeah, second, but, third round. But either Waddle or uh, Devontae, again, this is my opinion, not because I'm an Alabama fan. He, those those kids are the game breakers, man. They, they can change your whole offense. Could you There's imagine a ton of them to, to go along with the rest of the giant receivers and now Shaquan Barkley coming back? Forget it, man. They'll be, they'll be deadly. Guys, real again, quick, well, couple comments, Kenny, real quick from our good friend Matt Staffiero. Late to the party, gents. Feeling a little uneasy about Denver's strategy this far. Denver is a likely trade partner for the Giants and Philly, pending who their targets are. He's saying he thinks 11 is too high for paying his opinion. Um, Matt, we are going to get 915 with Jerry Murr from the um, Rocky Mountain Thunder podcast. Um, please, our Broncos, Briggsy Mania. We're going to get into the Broncos a lot tonight, Kenny. I know you got some stuff, but uh, continue, Kenny. So I just want to oh, yeah, no, Joe, this is good because Sis disagrees. You know, a, a show wouldn't be this, a, a show if everybody agreed the whole night. I'm, I just want you guys okay to remember, this is big boy football. It's not fantasy football. It's not Madden football. It's right. one on the line. It's one on the front and on the front lines. There's I'm a ton of receivers there. Look at Judy and Ruggs last year. I'm going to try they, and be a mediator. I would be ecstatic if the Giants picked the receiver because we would have a great, like Howard defense is going to stop that. And Coach Breslin's going to join us later with a little segment on how the Washington football team would stop the Giants if they took a receiver in Smith or Waddle. 
But uh, the point I'm making, Joe, I like if the Giants traded back and got got some draft capital. Quiddy Pay is still not my top choice. I like a guy out there from Georgia, Aziz Uljari, if I'm not butchering that name. Yeah, yeah. I like well, him a lot at like the 18, 19 range. But I hear Quiddy Pay too. You know, nothing wrong with an edge rusher. So I really don't have a problem with that if it was a trade back. Well, here's the only thing that what you said would trade him back. Gettleman never traded back before. Totally that doesn't agree. mean he's not going to do it, but he never traded back before. Totally agree. Never. Right. And uh, you want to talk about the Redskins? Yeah, let's do yeah. Washington too. Red, Redskins, uh, Redskins need a quarterback. So I think there's going to be a trade with the Broncos. I'm looking at that. I'm looking at a trade with the Broncos because the Broncos just picked up Teddy Bridgewater. They put the now they put the bait out. They got a big they got a big worm on their hook now. Now people are going to be thinking, okay, they got a quarterback. Let's let's see if we can make a move with them. I think the Broncos are sitting pretty, and they could trade back. They could make a trade with Washington if Washington needs a quarterback, which they right. do. I'll, I'll take get, that. I'll take that, Joe. Joe. We got about five minutes, five or so minutes with Joe tonight. Tomorrow, Joe, we're doing a draft. Uh, analyst show. You're more than welcome to join us for. I'll be. I'll come on with you guys. You're more than welcome to join us for that, guys. Real quick, oh, Kenny. See. Kenny, real quick, oh. couple comments. Matt Staffiero. Rumors are Waddle is high on Miami's list. Chase could slide. Coach Breslin. Don't think the Giants will pass on a receiver, but will need to get a lineman and edge rusher in the draft. Matt Staffiero saying Rocky Mountain Thunder is under his brand. Rocky Mountain Sports Report. Great show. Looking forward to talking later on. Um, with a little um, with Jerry Murr from uh, from that podcast, Matt also saying he likes Phillips from Miami for the Giants. Uh, Matt saying Matt saying Denver will take a quarterback if they if a guy if their guy falls to nine. Coach Breslin, the Redskins are going to take the linebacker from Notre Dame. That is his guess. They need a linebacker for that defense. Go ahead. Okay, I want to ask Joe a question that you asked Carson a few minutes ago. You're on the clock, Joe. Third pick, 49ers. Who who's your quarterback you're taking? They uh they're going with Jones from Alabama. Jones from Alabama. Okay. Listen, it's we number one, you don't take the best quarterback in the draft. You take the best quarterback that's gonna fit your system, your scheme. And Kyle Shanahan loves this quarterback because he's intelligent and he fits their system and scheme what they do. Drop off, dump off, roll out. Just what he that, that that's who he likes. He loves him. And that's where he's gonna go. He's the one, him and his father are picking the quarterback. It has right. nothing to do with Lynch. Right. It's him and his father picking this quarterback. And he's and he's gonna he's gotta fit his system. It's gotta be a good marriage. That's what he's going, that's why he's going with Jones from Alabama. And then my okay, then my last quarterback question would be so who would Washington take in a trade up? They're going to go with Lance. Lance. And I'm going to tell you, the quarterback from Florida is sneaking in the first round. Trask? Yeah. Oh, that's Kyle bold. Trask. That's bold. Do you have any other sleepers, Joe? First round sleepers. Yeah. He's not getting past Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's a Florida kid. He sits two years behind Brady. Perfect situation. And But don't be surprised if the Saints snag him. Saints, that's a good move. It's a good how about, one. How about the Bears? I, I, you think the Bears can make a bold move for a quarterback? The, ba- the Bears are trying to go move up to four with the Falcons. 
That's a lot. That's a big move. Yeah. It had to work out for them the last time. Are worth it, but that, that's the point I was trying to make, Joe, for weeks. Besides, besides Trevor Lawrence, it may be Zach Wilson, maybe, because he's playing. Zach, listen, I'm a, I'm a Jeff fan. Zach Wilson, offensive line for BYU, was 24 and 25 years old. He had grown men on that front. Right, line. right. So, you know what? Listen, he had a great pro day. But you know what? It's different when you got bodies on the field and you got athletic NFL players. You know, this is big boy football. Yeah. I don't know if any of these quarterbacks are worth. They're always up inflated. Moving up three or four, three or four first round picks. Yeah, I know. I know like everybody's saying Mac Jones and I'm taking nothing away from him. I agree with everybody's points on Mac Jones, especially sis. The point I'm making is, are you gaining that much from Mac Jones to give away three first-round picks? I don't know. I don't know. That's a I, lot. Listen, it's a big gamble, but he he's he's he, he's doubling down on it or tripling he, down. He is. He's tripling down with, on that. But, yeah, um, but the thing with Mac Jones, he better gain another 25 pounds before he steps on the field. Yeah, you know what? I I don't I don't know with that. But like I agree with you, it can't be the best prospect. It better be the right guy for that Shanahan system. It's the right. It's that's what it is. You got to get the right what guy it for is. your system. Um, Would you ask me about any other sleepers? Yeah, who else? You got anybody else that can? Go I think somebody's going to sneak in the first round of wide receiver at Ole Miss more. It's about five eight, five nine, but he's like a, a Swiss Army knife. He can do everything. He could be in the slot. You can run a reverse with him. You can have him in the backfield. You throw him a swing pass. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna sneak into the first round. Don't be surprised if the running back Williams from North Carolina sneaks in the first round, also. Okay, and and Kenny, he's got. Well, we have one more thing from Joey Clams. A special pick tonight that Joey said he's gonna give us insists. Take notes. Take notes on this right now. I got the Saratoga hat on. This is my hat from Saratoga. Give us your derby winner, and, Joe. And you see my shirt? Uh, Secretary, you if go. you can see it. Nice. Hold on. Oh, you want my derby winner? I want your derby winner. Highly motivated. He, he's in the 17 hole. You hear me? I hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't hear know if you heard me. Highly motivated. He's the 17 horse. Okay. He's in a good spot. Just as long as he don't get to the lead right away, stay there and stalk, fit right back in the pocket. He's got a great rider. He's got Javier Castellano. He knows how to finish. Highly motivated. The 17 horse. Kentucky Derby winner. There we go. Put the money on it. Put some horses underneath him. Rock your world. You got uh, a lot of people like this other guy. Uh, what's his name? Hot Rod Charlie. And here, throw this Charlie, long shot. Okay. Put throw this long shot in your tries. Sane Hood. I think he's the five horse. He's fifty to one. All right. Stay away from the favorite. He's having bad workouts. I talked to somebody. His workouts ain't good. Stay away from. Him, plus, he's going to be the chalk. You ain't going to make no money with him. There you go. Luis Sayez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey, thank you so much for tonight. Tomorrow you'll be on with Kenny and Carson. Okay. I'll send you the, we'll send you the info, Joe. You, you got it. We're going to sell anytime. Hey, hey, coach, I'll have a scotch with you tomorrow. <laughs> 
There you great go. Great to see you. Great to see you. And you're looking you great. You too. Uh, great to see all you guys. All right. Take care. Thank Have you, Joe. Care, Joey. Take it easy. Yeah. Bye. All right. So there's our first special guest tonight, Mr. Kirkpatrick. Yep. Thank uh, you, Joey. We'll bring in our next one in a second, guys. While we're bringing Justin in, I want to bring. I want to read a couple comments from our good friend, oh, uh, Matt Staffiero, saying Pace is a reckless general manager. I'd gladly welcome a trade from Chicago. LOL. So would I. Um, Zoli, our good friend Zoli, saying let Lock and Bridgewater figure it out. Parsons or Slater at nine or trade back. That's music to my ears, baby. That's what I want, Zoli. Let's get Parsons at nine or trade back. Um, and Zoli's saying the Kurt Jinx on Broncos quarterback jerseys will live on then. Justin, what's going on, our, my friend? What's hey, going Kurt. on? How you hey, doing, Justin, man? welcome back. Welcome hey, guys, back. Sorry. All right, so what we're going to do with Justin is we're going to do our mock drafts. We're going to go um, – we're going to do our top 15 each. We will go around one at a time. I'm going to start with Justin. I'm going to go Justin, Kenny, Sis, and uh, then I will go. Jimmy Eiserman saying, what's up, guys? Thank you, Jimmy, for watching. Uh, then I will go. And then we're going to come right back with that pick. We're going to go pick by pick, and we're going to come back with a sleeper pick. Uh, so we start with San Francisco. We give our who we think they're going to take. Then we're going to go back and say, what would a sleeper pick, surprise pick, possibly be that's realistic for that team all right so we'll start i want to throw in i want to throw a quick interactive question out for the audience okay. while we're doing this to keep, keep them involved i want to know we'll, we'll do uh i'll write the tally down who will the 49ers take at number three which quarterback we know okay. it's going to be a quarterback but i want to know which quarterback it'll be from the audience in their opinion okay uh our guy johnny Beelan just said the broncos so Johnny Beelan's checking in. All right, so let's start it off. Number three, Justin, San Francisco 49ers. In your opinion, your mock draft, where are they going? I, I would say Mac uh, Mac Jones there, quarter, you know, quarterback from Alabama. Okay. I think he fits the system the best. Uh, Shanahan and uh, GM John Lynch are signed through to like 2025, and they're willing to kind of wait for him to develop. They, 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 he's the best pocket passer in their mind. And that's who I think they're going to stick with. Okay. Kenny, what about you? I've been leaning towards, you know, you all are making sense with Jones. So I'm, I'm I burn, I got burned when I went with the Gonzaga train um, in college basketball. I've been saying all the time, I don't think it's going to be Jones. So I'm going to go Trey Lance. I'm not going to, but I would not be, obviously not be surprised if it's Jones. I'm going to go Trey Lance. Sis, where, where in your opinion, your mock draft, what are the 49ers going to do? We talked about it a hundred times. They didn't give up three number round, three number one round picks to go with Matt Jones. Okay, Phil Benanti saying Trey Lance, and you know what? At the last minute, I think I just, I, you know, I I thought it was going to be Mac Jones, but I, I'm going to go with with Kenny. I'm going to take Trey Lance. You know, I just think they they were saying they believe their upside that his upside is just so insane again i agreed with joey before i would take mac jones but i don't know i just have a feeling that they uh i have a feeling that um it's gonna be trey lance justin who would a surprise pick be uh surprise pick there um i mean it's that's a tough one i think they're definitely going quarterback um I'll step one back, and I know that the Jets are slotted to take Wilson, 
but I'll, I'll surprise pick you there and I'll say Fields goes there. I think it's going to be Wilson, but to be honest with you, Fields has the best pedigree um, other than the Northwestern game this year and maybe the second half of the national championship game. To me, he was the second best quarterback behind Lawrence. And if you if you watch that game against Clemson in the, in the semifinals, that was one of the best game played of any quarterback in college football in, in history. So I, I actually think he's the second best quarterback in this draft. So I don't have anybody else slotted other than, you know, um, Trey Lance or Jones in the three spot. But my uber surprise is Fields to two uh, to the Jets. Kenny, what about you? Any surprise at number three? I know you're always throwing out oh, picks. Exactly Justin's words. I mean, that's a surprise would have been if Zach you know, Lance and Jones and Fields. But I think the surprise is if the Jets don't take Wilson falls right into the Niners' laps. So I think Wilson would be my surprise there. Sis, what about you? Any surprise the Niners would throw out at number three? None, none at all. None. Zero. Okay. I am going to go with I'm going to go with Coach Breslin and say Justin Fields. I do like you guys saying Wilson with, uh, with Fields going too. But uh, everyone's saying, you know, it, it's going to be Mac Jones or Lance. And it's it's got to be a quarterback. I mean, there's just no way they, they are going to not draft a quarterback after trading an an additional two picks. So I'm going to go with Coach Breslin and throw out Fields. All right, number four, Justin Atlanta. Um, I'm going to say Kyle Pitts, tight end uh, Florida there. He's just too good a prospect to pass up there for Matt Ryan to have another weapon. Got an 86-inch, you know, um, length um, in terms of his reach. And he ran a 4-4-3 at his pro day. He just has too much upside there. Kenny. Uh, I'm going to go Pitts, Pitts at four. I mean, it's like I said, it, it's, he's, he's the number one position player in this draft. So team him up on that offense, assuming Julio Jones didn't get traded with Ridley Jones and, uh, Gurley in the backfield. That's a nice little offense there in the NFC South. So give me Kyle Pitts. Okay. Sis number four, Atlanta. Yeah. They'd be nuts not to take him. He's a stud. Runs four four, man. He's six five. I'm gonna. I agree with you. I mean, how can you not? They're saying they're saying he could eventually. I mean, he you know a couple of years he could be the best tight end in football. Um, yep. I totally agree. They're saying he's probably the second best prospects after uh, Trevor Lawrence in the draft. But um, by the way, Kenny Eddie Murphy saying for you to send him the the uh, info to watch the draft analysis for tomorrow. Well, so uh, we'll give yeah. him that info. Uh, Zoli and Phil are both on pits. Um, Justin, any su- a surprise pick at four with Atlanta? Um, kind of to what Kenny was saying. My, my surprise pick would be if somehow they're they're into trading Julio Jones. It's kind of going to be a difficult thing to do um, based on his contract and the fact that he's their sub superstar for all these years. But if they've got it, you know, set up with the team that they might trade Julio, then my surprise pick there is uh, Jamar Chase. Kenny, that's a good one. I'm going to go quarterback. I'm going to go Justin Fields. Change their offense up, can be come right in with Matt Ryan, like be like a Taysom Hill style quarterback this year for them. Matt Ryan, you can, you know, if Fields turns out to be a decent pro with them, you can you can shop Matt Ryan away to maybe your Denver Broncos, Kurt, you know, like looking for a veteran quarterback next year. So Justin Fields would be my surprise in, in that position there. Sis, what about you? Surprise for Atlanta. What would you be surprised yeah, at? Yeah, if there's any uh, if there's any finagling going going on in the draft, I say uh, also Chase to Atlanta. 
Okay. Yep. You know what? I didn't think of that when I did hear that uh, Julio, it's just that he makes $15 million, they're saying, but they're saying that's got to be a post one um, trade yeah. for the salary cap purposes. But um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go with Kenny. I, I like the idea of uh, a quarterback, and I didn't think of Fields, but you know what? I mean, isn't that where he's from, right? He's a Georgia kid, right? Started out in Georgia. Um, I think that would that would really be a shocker. You don't hear that a lot. You know, you keep hearing Lance a lot because of his potential, but I'm going to go out on a limb with you, Kenny. I like that. I like the uh, the Justin Fields would be my surprise. Number Listen, five. Well, you agree. I like that. You agree. Yeah, I know. We never agree. Number five, Cincinnati Bengals, Justin. I'm going to say Jamar Chase here. Um, a lot of people have Sewell here to protect Burrow since he's coming off of uh, ACL reconstructive surgery and they need to protect his blind side. But the issue here is, is that, you know, I think he's going to be pushing upper management to reconnect him with his uh, college stud, Jamar Chase, and that one-on-one um, quarterback to wide receiver connection. And also the Lions, I read today, tried to trade up for this pick to try to get Chase and Cincinnati turned down that trade. So it leads me to think that that it's going to be Jamar Chase there. Okay, a couple of comments. Zoli saying too much money invested in Ryan to go quarterback this year. Zoli saying it's going to be Sewell. Phil Benanti saying Chase to LSU connection. Kenny, where are you going? Because Zoli's going Sewell. Phil's going Chase. Justin went Chase. Where are you going? I'm going to go Chase, but very, very, like the tightest of margins. I'm going to go Chase over Sewell. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, do you want to protect your quarterback? Do you want to give him your weapon? They'd tear an ACL last year. And, you know, but if you can give him a receiver that he's familiar with for the next 10 years, sign me up. So I'll take Chase in the slightest of margins over Sewell. Okay. Uh, Coach Breslin saying Chase. Matt Staffiero saying Sewell. Sis, where are you going with uh, the Cincinnati Bengals? They need to protect Burrow. I'm going with uh, Rashawn Slatter. Okay, so you're taking you're taking uh, you're taking Slater from Northwestern as a line. Slater from Northwestern. Yep. Okay. Um, Eddie you Murphy. like him over Sewell, huh? You know what? A lot of people do, which is shocking. Do. A lot of people do because you know when you came out, everyone was saying Sewell was. I mean, they were saying the Jets could take him at two, and. You know, he's uh, it got even, and really Slater on some in some on some rankings has now is now the higher offensive lineman. I'm gonna. Well, the, go- the issue there is uh, is that you know it depends if you like guys that opted out or not. A lot of GMs are shying away from the guys that opted out. So Sewell, while he's probably the best left tackle prospect in the last five years and killed it at his pro day and is amazing on tape, he opted out. Slater played, dominated against every essentially edge rusher that came his way, including Chase Young the year before. And he's versatile in the fact that he plays five positions on the line. Great point. Okay. And I am going to go with, I'm going to go with uh, Chase. You know, I just, I don't think Coach Breslin said it, the LSU connection. I know they have to protect them, but when you have, that's your guy, you know, I mean, they lit it up, what is it, uh, two years ago in LSU. And you want to make Burrow happy. How do you not? Um, well, you know what? Zoli's making a great point saying, didn't Chase sit out? Yes, he did. Um, what do you think of that, Justin? Because he did sit yeah, out. It, 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 it's all in the war room. You know, it all goes down to which GMs care or don't care. You could look at the fact that 
he was so good on tape for two years and now he didn't beat up his body for an extra year and he saves himself all that you know the physical wear and tear for sitting out for a year he was dominant on tape the year before and don't forget that's with guys on the other side we're gonna have this um kind of debate with um Jalen Waddell and and uh Devontae Smith but but he had Justin Jefferson on the other side and uh, Blair in the back. Yeah, tra- tra- yeah, right, exactly. Marshall, who's probably going to be a late first round, early second round Edwards pick Hilaire this year. And back. Edwards Hilaire in the backfield, yeah. right. So, so you know, so he he killed it on tape. I think, you know, I think he's the exception to the rule. Okay. Um, anything that would shock you with Cincinnati? Justin. Um, Cincinnati, shocking with Cincinnati would be, no, I, I think only if Kyle Pitts falls to there. You know, yeah, they've got two good wide receivers and, and Boyd and, you know, and Higgins. So they, so in their mind, maybe they don't need to add a third guy. And what they haven't had in forever is a tight end there. So they, they kind of bypass the left tackle, figuring they have such an early pick in the second round uh, to get one. Or maybe they move up in the late first round to pick uh, one of the, the top tackles there. And, and my mine would be a pitch falls there. But that would be my surprise. Kenny, what about you? My surprise would be... If they, if uh, it would be pretty much Sis's uh, guy Slater, because Sewell is ranked the number one tackle, but I could see Slater being a surprise pick, just like the Giants last year took Thomas as the first tackle. He wasn't the number one tackle on a lot of boards, and he took Thomas at four last year. Zoli, so I, say- I could see Slater going to the Bengals would be a little surprise for me over Sewell. Here's the best comment. The, the, the one, the oh, one sorry. issue there. Sorry. And I like I love Slater, truthfully. But the issue there that they're worried about is that he's got really short arms. He has like 33 and a half inch arms. So they're concerned that he's not going to be able to play left tackle, that he's going to be an all pro right guard. And it's a little early to pick a, a right guard, you know, five overall. That's my only contention as, as kind of playing devil's advocate there. Zoli saying shocking would be if Cincinnati got this pick right. <laughs> There's That's Zoli's comment tonight. Sis, what about you? What would shock you? Um... I mean, anything, what would shock you with Cincinnati? Nothing really. Again, um, somebody mentioned Slater can play five different positions and his uh, shuttle time from what I understand was like for a guy that size was insane. So I'm sticking with Slater. I would go, I would go um, if it was anything, I don't have a player in mind, but I would say anything other than a, a tackle or a wide receiver. Like if they went defense, guys, I would be stunned. I mean, yeah, you know, you, yeah. you could still look and say the top defender, the best two, you know, the best defensive person. There's no defensive players yet taken, but I just think the two things that they need are a wide receiver and a tackle. And yep. if they pass that for a defender, that would shock me. All right, number six. This is where I think sis. Kenny and Eddie Murphy start worrying, guys, because the Miami Dolphins are on the clock. And I know he's got his Bama hat on, and I know all you guys want one of those Bama receivers. And, Justin, is Miami going to take one of them? I, I would say yes. My, my pick is Jalen Waddle there. My, my, my issue is, is I, I don't love the trade-up. I love the trade-up if it ends up that they get Pitzer or Chase. Then the trade back, you know, giving up a first round to trade up from 12 to 6 with Philadelphia makes sense. The only issue there is if they're sitting and they could have taken Waddle or Smith back at 12, they're probably kicking themselves. But I'm going to go with, with Waddle. A little bit more speed, 
better return uh, guy than than Smith. So I'm going to say him. And and then again, just like Burroughs with Chase, you're teaming up Tua with Waddle. Okay, um, Coach Breslin saying Dolphins are taking an Alabama receiver. Absolutely, Matt Staffiero is saying Waddle. Kenny, what do you got? We'll go a little different because Coach Breslin just took our night. Coach Breslin's Washington football team just took Justin Sis and my and Eddie Murphy's Giants nightmare. Eric Flowers is back in our division. They just traded him for for nothing, and now he's a. Uh, going to be starting on the Washington football team's line. Good luck with that. But uh, I think they're going to go Penny Sewell here. I think Penny Sewell's going to slip to them, and it's going to be too good to pass up. And I think they're going to go with Penny Sewell. Okay. Coach Breslin saying the Dolphins are taking an Alabama receiver. Absolutely. Phil Benanti is saying it's going to be Devontae Smith. And Eddie Murphy is saying, I think the Eagles are going to trade up. And I heard this today with potentially the Broncos. I think the Eagles trade up so the Giants don't get one of those receivers. Sis, who do you got the Dolphins taking? Is it Mr. Waddle? Nope, I hate to say it. It could be Devontae, though. Um, Matt Staffiero, this is a trade target for Denver. GMs have a good relationship. Uh, He may be willing to take less to prevent New England from getting their franchise guy. Great point. I am going to say this is where Sis, Eddie. Well, the way Eddie Murphy's got the line of the night for us Giant fans. Go ahead. With Flowers in Washington, we don't need to get a pass rusher. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm going to say this is where the Giant fans start sweating because I think Waddle's coming off the board right here. And I think this is where the dreams of Waddle or Devontae Smith start, you know, because, I, again, I think the Eagles, I heard the Eagles want to jump back up. You know, Devontae Smith, Sis kept saying from day one, he's going to be a Detroit Lion. Well, if he's a Detroit Lion, you're not getting Waddle or you're not getting Devontae Smith. And I think your receiver dreams are going to be over. Uh, real quick, Justin, a shocker from Miami. It would be a trade down. I think if I think if Chase is gone and Pitts is gone, there's the potential that somebody who wants one of the quarterbacks still sitting there, be it Jones, be it Fields, be it uh, Lance, is going to come back up. I don't think it's with Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is okay sitting at 12 um, and, and possibly waiting to see if Waddle or Smith fall down, and they have other other aspirations anyway. I think it's possibly trading back uh, back down. Kenny. Mine is not. I don't know if it's a huge surprise. It's kind of like a chalky surprise. But if if Atlanta and Cincinnati trade out of their picks or pass up on this guy, Pitts is sitting for them at six. I think that's going to be a surprise for me. Okay. I, I don't see Pitts getting by. I don't. I don't see him getting that far. So that would be a surprise if he dropped. Um, I'm gonna say. My shocker, which I don't think would happen, but uh, Joey before did say one of the hottest names is Elijah Moore, receiver from Mississippi. One of my shockers, and again, I don't believe it's going to happen, would be if somebody like they they bypass one of the Alabama receivers for saying Elijah, Elijah Moore, and they still get their weapon, but it's not one of those Bama guys. Um, let's let's go Detroit. Justin, Detroit at number, what is it, number seven? Uh, so I have Sewell slotting to them there, probably doing cartwheels. I think they're the team that might trade out to Denver if Denver if Fields is there. 
or Lance is there and Denver might come to get their quarterback. But if Sewell's sitting there, they have to take him. Best player on the board. Kenny? I think this is Jalen Waddle. They need a playmaker in the worst way, and Waddle's on my board in my top 15. So I got to go Jalen Waddle here. Uh, deep threat for Goff, and Goff's an NFL pro ready quarterback. So he needs somebody to throw the ball to. So get him, get him, Jalen Waddle. Sis, is this where your dream is over, sis? Is Devontae Smith nope. going to be a lion? Nope, 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 nope. Don't, don't leave out the kid Chase going to the Lions. Okay, so you have Chase Fallen. Okay. Um, well, here we go. Phil Benanti saying, Kenny, do you think New England trades with Detroit here for a quarterback? Very, very high possibility. The King's Ransom is this number seven pick. Now, the Lions are sitting pretty. If I was the Lions GM, I would, would trade back. You can get a receiver in the second round uh, or late first round. There's a good second-tier receivers out there. And load up on picks if you're a Lions. You're not, you know, you, you got a young team. You know, you got to get draft capital. And you got the King's Ransom now, the pick right before Carolina, who everybody's rumored to take quarterback now with the trades. Okay, real quick, Carolina. We're going to do, we'll do, we'll do Carolina, and then we'll do the top 10 now, and then we'll get Mark in. But um, Carolina. Yeah, we, can and- always, we can always continue this. We got all night to continue this to the 15th. You, you know, at one point real quick about the, all these teams potentially trading back in for quarterbacks. Look at how much, look at how much they had to San Francisco had to give up with Mac Jones or Mac Jones, whoever they pick at three. They've set the bar so high that it's going to be so difficult for teams to move in specifically that are outside the top 10, for instance, New England, Chicago, uh, Washington, teams that need to come in to get a quarterback is going to cost them a, a king's ransom. Yep. Kurt, right. what, what, we're on we're on Detroit. Let's we, we can either finish Carolina. All right, let's or we bring can Mark in. We Carolina, can bring Mark in. And we can do the second half after Coach Breslin comes on and talks to us about the Giants a little bit. Okay, as well. perfect. We can always finish. We can finish the second half in the second hour. Okay. So you want to bring Mark in? I can bring Mark in. Okay. We can and bring then we'll Mark have Coach in. on after that. All right. But we'll stop with the Lions and then we'll we'll continue with the Panthers when we, we, we in the second hour. Okay. What's up, Mark? How are you? It's been a while. He's got to, there. He is. He's connected. Hey guys. Mark, how's it going, bud? What's up, Ken? What's up, What's guys? up, Kurt? What's up? What's, What's up? up, Mark? Mark, hey! for those who don't Good know. Man. For those who don't know, tell us what fan you are. I mean, I know you a long time, but there's people out there who don't know who fan you are. Would that be better? Mark is go. a New York Giants fan, for those who don't know. And uh, <laughs> Anyway, so quick question, Mark. Are you going to be watching the draft tomorrow? Absolutely. Not working? Good. Okay. And then the other question I have for you would be, who are we taking in this year's draft? Uh, and then we'll get into. Then we can talk a little bit about about the Giants. What you expect? From okay. Uh, like I like Coach Ed, uh, Coach Sis, Alabama wide receiver Waddle, or Devon, the other wide receiver. I rather take Waddle because he he's a deep threat. He's quick and he can, he can return punts and kickoffs. That's what we need on that team. Right on the on the on the Giants over there. So I I think I want I like Waddle. Waddle is the one. Okay, if you had to make the okay, so if they were both on the board, Kurt's scenario. I would take Waddle. I would take Waddle. Yeah. 
All right, Kurt, boys, you got something for I got uh, something for what? him real quick. What would you be very disappointed in? If you if they took what position would you be disappointed as a Giant fan? Oh, offensive line. Right away, because we already got we're like we from last year we got the number one pick. I'm not the number one pick, I'm sorry, the the tackle from Georgia, then you get another tackle, then you get a guard from uh Oregon. And so your guys are getting loaded, so you're going to pick another guy from uh, Northwestern? I'm like, come on, I man. I'll let, I I'll let Justin and Cisco. I just wanna, I'm just going to dis- friendly disagree with you there, Mark. I would not be disappointed with a tackle. You can line up another top tackle if, if, if Sewell or Slater are there. I don't want anybody else besides those two at 11. If one of those right. two guys is there and you can line him up on the other side of Thomas – with Barkley in the backfield, look what the Cowboys did for years running the ball with their line. True. Protecting True. The quarterback. No. I would be disappointed in an edge rusher at 11. No doubt. No doubt. Yep. That, that, I would agree with that totally. I, because only for the we, that's a position of need. But, right. But to me, if you're if you're picking Rousseau, Phillips, Owa, you know, Quiddy Pay, any of those guys at 11, it's too early. You got to try to trade down. I'm okay with getting one of those guys, but only if they're 15 and down. Right. So, like, uh, Woody Payne, because I know I'm a Michigan fan, so, you know, I would love to if they, they got him at but 11. Like you said, that's too high. If they go down, but uh, Gettleman doesn't like to go down. He likes to go up, you know, on a draft. You know, he likes to trade, but hopefully he doesn't trade down to get that whatever, uh, that, that edge rusher. A uh, couple of comments. I, I, Coach Breslin saying if the red, if the receivers are gone for Giants, Slater is a no-brainer. Matt Staffiero says if they do trade back, he likes Vera Tucker for the Giants. And I got one more comment. Eddie Murphy just said what, Kenny, what, what you guys were saying, saying Giants can't go wrong as long as it's not a pass rusher. But he's praying just like Sis for the Alabama-Duke connection. Absolutely. Sis, what do you got for Mark? I agree with him 100%. If they take a lineman, I'll be totally disappointed. Even if both of the kids from Alabama are gone. Seriously. Right. I'll be totally yeah. – they don't need they don't need an offensive lineman right now. They don't. They, they got a couple, a couple minutes. So, I, I again, I want to disagree and then get your guys' opinion, Justin's opinion. Why would you not want to protect your quarterback with, with a top – Offensive lineman in the draft in a Slater. Let's. I'm just throwing Slater's name out there. That's the realistic guy that'll be there at 11. If Slater's there and they take him, why would you be disappointed when you're going to have protection for Jones and a future line that we have not had in years? Okay, so locking for Saquon Barkley, who's arguably the best running back in football, when healthy. So you draft a you draft a last year peer. From uh, what is it, UConn? Yeah, but that's third round. I'm talking okay, about a top. Here you know, wasn't give, a top, top guy. Give him a chance. So you want to put him out there because if uh, Solis doesn't pan out, you put a, a, a young guy out there, and you know what? You you have two uh, two to uh, almost. If he does good, so there you go. You're a genius. If you go with this guy Slater or whatever, and all of a sudden he he bottoms out, that's another bust for uh, getting one. Then then he'd be gone. The thing, the thing with the thing with I want to get Justin's take on it. The yeah, only thing yeah, I want to say is, but you can say yeah, because, that about any position. If you go and draft yeah. a receiver and they're a bust, you look terrible because you don't have the protection yeah. for Jones. 
And, and not only, just not a lot of debate here. I would not be disappointed in what I'm saying. That's the right. point I'm making is I would not be disappointed if the Giants took an offensive line. Well, you're drafting uh, Slater. You're drafting Slater, in my opinion. Believe it or not, where he fills in is, is at is at right guard because the you know the fact that we lost Zietler. The the issue, and it happens every single year. And this is the I personally being a Giants fan, I want I want Micah Parsons there. But 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 being you're not I getting Micah Parsons. Parsons. He's going number nine to Denver. So stop that. <laughs> but he he by far <laughs> is the best defensive player on the board by far, and he played. You know, defensive end, I think I mentioned this on one of your prior shows. He played defensive end all through high school. So he can stand up, put his hand on the ground. He He's the closest thing to Lawrence Taylor for this team. I know we haven't drafted a, you know, linebacker since Carl Banks in 1983. But there's somebody <laughs> to draft it. And truthfully, Gettleman loves Parson. You know, as far as, far as the Giants, the way that I heard it, it's Judge loves Demonte Smith. Um, the organization actually likes J.C. Horn. We'll get to that later. And and essentially, Gettleman, Gettleman loves Micah Parsons. And the Giants are the one team that never smokes screens. We, we, we're in a situation where we always tell everybody, and, you know, they, we show them their, our hand. Always. We've yep. been jumped for Floyd and Conklin and, and Martin <laughs> and everybody because we tell everybody who we want. But the Slater arguments here real quick is, is, is that you he can play all five positions. How many times in every year? Now, it depends if Hernandez, who was pretty good the first two years, he, he had a problem mm. with COVID. If he comes back and he's good, okay, you plug him at, at left guard. You know, Pete, he showed some, you know, talented right tackle. Who knows what you're going to get out of Solder. He missed the full year, and he was below average anyway before that. But, but what he can do is he can fill in in all of the positions, okay? And so how many times in, in a given year are we situated with good offensive line going into the season and then somebody goes down with an injury or some other issue and now we've got a huge hole in the offensive line okay so so the argument for slater i don't think i don't personally want him he's kind of like third on my list but the argument there is he he provides the giants with a lot of depth and a lot of versatility yeah, that's a good point. Good point. A couple of comments real quick eddie murphy saying it's the 40th anniversary the other day since they drafted lt so that's great news for Giant fans. And here's something Coach Breslin's going to totally disagree with Murphy. He's saying with, with Galladay, Saquon will run wild, won't have to worry about nine in the box every play, no matter who's the offensive line. I don't believe that. You Coach, better have an offensive line. You better have Coach an offensive Breslin, line. I know you're listening. I'm sending you the info now. Somebody forgot to send you the info. Yes, I, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, hey. If they and I heard that Giants, if they might move up for that guy from Florida, Pitts. If they do that, then I said, oh, then I'll be like, okay, I like that one too. But I'll that, be shocked be if gone. they go that. I, you know what? Yeah. I, I don't know. That would be kind of scary if they did get him, but I don't know. I just I think the Giants are gonna have to, you know, like I know all you guys want one of the Bama receivers, and I understand why. And I just I don't know, sis. Do you? you what's your gut feeling? Is one of them gonna fall or no? Here, here's what's going to happen, okay? People are going to – people, all all these people that think Devontae's going to go to Detroit and Miami and all these – okay, because first of all, he's 166 pounds. So I think a lot of people are going to back off of that. Number two, Judge and Saban are boys from Alabama. That's number two. Right. Okay? Number three, again, I mean, I'm a huge Alabama fan – I said it from the beginning. I think he's going to go to the Giants, man. I really think he's going to go to the Giants. 
I really do. All right, so, so final thoughts, Mark. You're going to be watching the draft tomorrow. By the way, tomorrow you're more than welcome to join Carson and I. We're doing a draft analysis show, so if you want to join us tomorrow, you're not doing anything. Hang out with us. What time, six? What time, six, eight? When the draft's on, we're going to do it live. So eight o'clock. We'll eight o'clock, the that'll first, be live. We'll do the whole first round. Yeah, if you want, yeah, just give me the info. Maybe, you know, like I said, maybe. Yeah, the info will be posted on the page. So whoever wants to join us can okay. come on for, for as okay, long as yeah. they want. They come on for a minute. They can come on for four hours. We, we yeah. Don't... Yeah. Uh, junior, right now, Junior. Thoughts, Mark, who's going to be the Giants pick, in your opinion, all joking aside, who do you think is going to be the Giants pick when all is said and done? I got. I said Waddle. No wide receiver. Fair enough. What, Anybody else have anything for Mark before we uh, sign off? Kurt, I'm good. Mark, <laughs> enjoy the draft tomorrow. Hopefully, we see you tomorrow on with us, and uh, we can uh, celebrate when the Giants pick at eleven tomorrow night. Yeah, if they, like I said, if, yeah, we celebrate. If if we do if do something stupid, then you, you're gonna see me click off, and uh, then I'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, always pleasure, bud. We'll see Thank you, you Mark. Soon, see okay? you tomorrow. Thank All you. right, guys, have a good one. Take see care, guys. Have... All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, is Coach Breslin in on the? Uh... Yep, I'm going to be bringing in Coach Breslin now. By the way, Eddie Murphy saying if, if Gettleman messes up this draft, he will be jobless by midseason. And Eddie Murphy saying he wants the Bam, he wants a Bama receiver or Parsons. And I know Matt Staffiaro, we're going to disagree, but Matt Staffiaro saying he doesn't want Parsons, but I do want Parsons. So we'll get into that later. Coach What's Breslin, going on, can Coach? What's up, guys? How are we doing? Okay. Awesome. There's Coach Breslin, our can you hear me? DM, DMK Apparel. There we go. Our very own. Coach Breslin, always a pleasure to have you. Always a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. We brought you on tonight, Coach. Obviously, Coach is a Washington fan, Justin, but we brought him on to talk about how his defense would stop our Giants. Coach is a longtime defensive coordinator for Ramapo High School uh, in New Jersey. And uh, Coach is our guru. So we brought him on to explain that if the Giants were to draft one of the Alabama wide receivers, Jalen Waddell or Devontae Smith, and put them in the lineup, how would his Washington defense try and stop the Giants with Galladay on one end, uh, Smith or Waddell, Shepard, Evan Ingram, and uh, Saquon Barkley, and not counting Darius Slayton in the mix? How would his defense stop that? And I wanted to start – and get his opinion on a Washington defense, how they would stop the Giants' offense. Uh, thanks, Kenny. One of the things I know Eddie talked about was, uh, you know, about offensive linemen, and I'm a big proponent of uh, having guys who can block, right? So if you're if you're going to have a hard time blocking guys like Payne and Chase Young and uh, Montez Sweat, that's going to be a little difficult to try to run the football. Uh, so one of the thoughts and ideas I had, you know, uh, you know, watching some of the stuff, and one of the, one of the guys that I really like listening to right now is a guy who talks about match quarter coverage. Uh, he's out there on Twitter all the time. He's really good. And one of the thoughts and ideas I had in order to stop, you know, Saquon Barkley and Jones and what they're doing from a zone read perspective, and then trying to cover, you know, the receivers of the Galladay's and the Shepherds and, and things of that Ingram's. So here's a thought and an idea that I had in order to try to do both. 
Is it easy to do both? Absolutely not. But uh, one of the thoughts that I have is, again, we talk about zone read, right? Quarterback, running back mesh. So they're trying to run a zone read. They're trying to figure out a way with zone blocking schemes, trying to find a gap. And something that's really important from a defensive perspective is uh, gap integrity, making sure that each guy takes their gap. And one of the things that Sis and I used to talk about all the time with zone was build a wall, right? So you need to get a wall up and fill in every single gap. So what I'd like to be able to do in this situation is uh, run some type of tight Oh, we might be losing coach. Sweat guys like uh, Chase Young, right? If they they're going to be inside the tackles in some situations, and they're going to get up the field and they're going to cause havoc. Okay, so if, they, if you're going to try to run zone read this way, you got to try to combo this, combo this. All right. Now you're going to have to try to block that guy there, uh, so you could potentially have a problem, right? So this linebacker is going to fit here. He's going to gap here, all right? This gap is covered, and if the quarterback pulls for some reason, I have this gap covered. So in reality, I have every single gap covered in the run scheme, right? If he tries to bounce it out, I have a linebacker that's sitting here to this side in order to cover that gap. If you're going to try to run the RPO game now, I still have this linebacker, this linebacker sitting for RPOs, and making sure that, again, what, what I try to tell these guys in many situations is you can't just run. you got to wait, read what's happening on the mesh because they'll, if they see this guy sneak inside, then the quarterback's going to pull and try to throw that uh, RPO inside and tight. So in theory, I could run from a coverage perspective. I can run cover two. I could potentially run cover two man speed kills, right? So if I have guys who can run with your slot receivers uh, and then have coverage over the top, I can do that. Uh, what I like to do is always start out in a two shell, and then I could always move late to try to really confuse the quarterback and what they're looking at. If I wanted to say, heck with you, here I come, then I'm going to say, all right, no problem. I'm going to cheat up and I'm going to go. I'm going to cheat up. I'm going to go and I'm going to come down and I'm going to run zero coverage. And now I'm coming at you from all angles to put pressure on the quarterback to say, now you have a fade route. You're going to have to beat my corner real quick. All right. Or you're going to have to get inside my safeties to uh, try to beat me inside. So in those situations, those are some of the things that I would potentially do to try to stop a zone read offense. Uh, and again, when you talk about with adding those extra receivers, it's, it's not easy, but you have to disguise coverages, give them different, you know, start out in one and then give them different looks uh, all yep. the time. I, I can yep. go to cover one if I wanted. So I can do a lot of different things from here, again, depending on uh, what's happening during the game situation and after watching film. Me personally, I'm a guy, I'm going to try to take away the best things that you do and make you left-handed. Yep. Thanks, Coach. I've got one question for you, and then we'll get into your Washington team. I'll let the other guys ask you a question, too. Sure. Uh, with with all you said, and I was listening, if you were the Giants now, if you were Dave Gettleman, 
are you going to try and protect your quarterback with a lineman or are you going to take that wide receiver in the first round if both are available to you at 11? Well, I will say this. Those three guys, there's a lot of good guys out there, but if you can get one of the top three guys, Chase, Waddle, or Devontae Smith, uh, I think it would be helpful to grab one of them. You can still, in round two or round three, you can still grab another lineman. Uh, the, you know, there's plenty of good linemen out there as well. Uh, so uh, me personally, if I can't get one of those linemen uh, or one of those three receivers, then I'm taking a guy like Slater, who we talked about even when you guys were talking about in the show, where I can make him a right tackle, I can make him a guard, I can move him around, and he's very uh, – he can play any position. Yep. And then if, that, you know, in the second round I can grab an extra receiver – now I have an added weapon, and I have alignment. So those are the things that I'm, you know, if I'm the Giants, those are the things that I would be looking at to try to bolster and help uh, Daniel Jones out. Thanks, Coach. If anybody else wants to ask Coach a question, if I know you're a Washington fan. It's not fair to talk about Giants with you, with the draft being the more. Washington's in an interesting position now. So you guys have any questions for Coach? If not, we can get into what yeah. Washington's going to do. Yeah, I actually have a 1A, 1B. But how would you defend being that the Giants, let's say they do draft a wide receiver, Waddle, Smith, whatever, and you you have a situation where you have an empty backfield. So now you have, you know, um, Galladay, you've got Waddle, you've got Ingram, even you got Saquon lined out wide because, you know, Penn State utilized him a lot out there and put him in motion and center field um, uh, screens. And and let's say Slayton or Shepard, how, how would you defend empty and, and Jones can run? How would you defend empty backfield, essentially five guys wide? I know what Coach Braslin's doing. He's rushing six against your five oh, and sending the house, right, sis? Yeah. That's what Coach Braslin's oh, doing. Yeah. Uh, one of the first things you're absolutely right is, well, I, I will say this. Uh, we used to have a package, Justin, uh, called when we played Demarest in the 2003 finals. And it was called an ABC package. Okay. So we would send five to six, but then I would be dropping alignment and things like that. So then the coaches, hot, the, the quarterbacks hot reads, uh, you don't know who's coming. So it really put a lot of pressure on the quarterback to figure out which guys were coming, which guys were not coming, which guys were dropping off, because I knew that as soon as we brought five or six, they're going to hot reads. They're going to screens. They're going to things like that. So I would change it up. Obviously, I'm going to run some zone to try to, you know, circumvent that because what teams will do is when you blitz them all the time, they're going to try to run some screens. They're going to try to run some bubbles. They're going to try to get some stuff that's out there quick. Uh, so, yes, I would definitely blitz in many situations. But if I wasn't going to blitz, I, obviously I still have, you know, I'm going to have to, move bump this linebacker out so now when he comes this linebacker is going to have to move this linebacker is going to have to move out in order to make sure that i have everything covered and then with these guys if they were inside i may have to make some adjustments but then he is my quarterback player right he's the guy who is going to have to take the quarterback on any situation where he's going to try to leak out because you're absolutely right if he motions Okay, then we're going to have to bump. We're going to have to move linebackers uh, to do that. But uh, I I still have to make sure that I have a quarterback player. 
Daniel Jones is in some, you know, he runs fairly well. He does okay. Uh, so you have to keep somebody like him in the pocket many situations. You don't want to allow, whether it's Daniel Jones, you talk about a guy like Justin Fields, uh, you know, some of these guys who run a lot of zone reads, you know, allowing them to get through a gap and put them one-on-one on a linebacker sometimes makes it very, very difficult. Uh, so when, you know, Kurt talks about a guy like Parsons, he could be a guy like that who could potentially, you know, chase a quarterback down. Uh, you know, from a Redskins perspective, we have some good corners. We have some good linemen. We need a good linebacker. You know, we need guys who can run speed kills to try to catch those guys on one-on-one situations. But that would be, you know, number one, blitz. And number two, then try to blitz and, and bring some guys off on a uh, what a lot of teams call, you know, a, a zone blitz package. So where you're sending guys and then you're playing zone behind and then just flat out man coverage uh, you better get the ball off quick because you don't have enough guys to block me. The benefit, uh, it's interesting, and the benefit, you know, you, you hear the comparison of Waddle to Tyree Kill in a lot of ways with that blazing speed and his ability with yards after catch. You know, he's a guy that if you watch Tyree Kill play, he runs essentially um, a read option and, and runs behind the quarterback a ton until they fake to him or he runs quick slant to kind of offset that type of blitz defense in a way so that's it you know when you have a waddle on your team you can utilize him almost the way like you do with Tyree Kill either pitch handoff you know fake there like hold them for a second hold the whoever's blitzing for a split second because you have more options with a guy like that and one of the things that we talked about when we were going through the Super Bowl stuff uh was uh, one of the things I talked about and I just talked about a little bit here was what Tampa Bay did in many situations was they ran two man. Okay. So they were going to put someone on Tyreek Hill underneath and then they had somebody over the top. So if I'm playing him inside, I am not going to allow him to beat me inside. All right. And then I still have somebody over the top of him in order to make sure that he's not going to beat me. So if I'm the giants, you know, Eventually down the road, you're going to figure out who is Jones's guy. Who are the, you know, one or two guys that he likes to go to on big time situations. And I'm going to make sure that I'm going to double those guys and not allow them to beat me and make him throw to somebody else. And what kills us, I mean, luckily, I mean, for Tampa Bay, they had between Levante David and White in those guys, they had, a, you know, superior athletic uh, linebackers that were able to do that, which was a great game plan. And being all that Kansas City was missing tackles, they were able to blitz like crazy against the home. But, you know, what, what Jones lacked, in my, in my opinion, is accuracy. And so if you, you've got to simplify the offense in a way so that you can do quick hits, Giants are terrible on first down. We're always situated with second and nine, you know, third and seven. We got to get those four four yards, five yards on first down, be it to, you know, something to take one or a quick hit to somebody. He's got to improve his accuracy. But if you're going to run an offense to me, it's got to be short stuff, quick stuff, not stuff down the field too much. Well, and I will say this. Why do you think they are in situations that they're second nine, second eight? Because they don't run the ball very well. So right. if I'm a defense and I know that, now I could tee off on second and eight and third and long because your play action game is not there. Right. Uh, So if you can gain three to four yards on a first down, now you try to run some play action and your linebackers get sucked uh, sucked up to line of scrimmage. Now I can get the ball and dump it to Ingram over the top and and make things a lot more difficult. So that's why for me, 
you know, from a defensive perspective, when you have a really good offensive line that allows you the ability to do that and play action, that's only going to help your quarterback throw the football, uh, whether it's, you know, a straight drop back or on play action. Right. Coach and then Sish, one of the things it? that they utilize, sorry, one more thing that oh, okay. they utilize, Saquon on a ton is the wheel route. Giants threw the wheel route once in a year and a half before Saquon got hurt. So if you don't give them protection, it limits their playbook in a way. Well, and what's interesting with that and what makes it difficult from a defensive point of view is you can scheme up and figure out very quickly and match him up with somebody from on a defensive side that may or may not be able to cover him. Uh, right. And if you can do that and you're putting him on an inside linebacker or somebody who doesn't run as well, you know, those are the kind of things where now I'm going to say, all right, well, if you're going to continue to do that to me, now I'm either going to have to play some kind of zone to get you, you know, get me out of that situation, or I'm just going to have to say, heck with it, here I come. Uh, you know, because that becomes very difficult if I am one-on-one and I'm going to struggle covering somebody like Barkley. Sure. Coach, I know you, you – thank you for your time. I know you got to get ready to, to go tonight. But uh, real quick, can you give us who you, your prediction Washington's going to take? I know we took your time up with Giants, so I apologize. All, all good. No, no, no problem I'm at all. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Always, all good. Always I mean, uh, they got some guys – you know, I know you guys picked on the Flowers deal, but I will say this. Again, he's a big body. They move him in the guard. Uh, he played a little bit of guard. He, he went to the Dolphins and came back. Uh, so they solidified that a little bit. I think they're going to take alignment down the road. I don't think they'll take them in, in the, uh, the beginning. Uh, my hope is that they take somebody like the guy from Notre Dame or a linebacker. They need speed at linebacker. They don't have a linebacker. I don't think that it can run very well. Uh, you know, some of the guys are a little older where they have a great offense, you know, defensive line. Their secondary is very good. They need some really good linebackers to solidify that defense. And if they can do that in round one, and then add an extra lineman down the road, uh, I think that will be very, very helpful to them. Awesome, Coach. Coach, tomorrow, if you're around, we're doing the show 7.30 tomorrow. You're always welcome to join. Comments are always welcome. And if you're around and you want to join us live, you're always welcome as well. No, I appreciate it. That's why he's the best in northern New Jersey. He is. (laughs) Hey, it's all good. I appreciate it here. I'm going to turn my camera because I'm going to show you what I have ready for tomorrow, right? So this is this is my setup for tomorrow. You see it? There it is. He's ready. Right. He's coming on. 90 tomorrow. Inch, a ninety-inch screen. Hundred hundred-inch screen, ready to go. Hook up to my projector and my computer, and I am ready to go. There you go. Oh, Thank boy. you, Coach. With Thank Eric Flowers' guys. picture in the background. With Eric Flowers' picture in the background. There hey, you go. listen. I'm going to send you guys a background picture of Eric Flowers blocking for us. Uh, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank hey, you, thank Coach. You, thank you guys. It's great to uh, be on your show, as always, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Coach, thank you. Coach thank President, you. BMK Apparel. Check them out. Thank and, you. I also want to give a big shout-out to Coach Breslin for all helping me with all of my uh, green screen backgrounds. Right now, I have a Bronco one on. Um, all right, Mr. Kirkpatrick. I want to bring in our next guest. You know our next guest, so I'm going to let you introduce him. He's been patiently waiting in the waiting room. Apologize for for the wait. Okay, thank you, Jerry. With us tonight, we have Jerry Murr from the Rocky Mountain Thunder podcast. Uh, Thank you, uh, Jerry, very much for joining us tonight. 
Yeah, absolutely. Can you hear me all right? We can hear you yes, okay. Um, Perfect. Real quick, we call this segment Briggsy's Bronco Mania. Just uh, so you know, Jerry, Briggsy was one of our best friends, all of us. And uh, he tragically uh, passed away this year. He was a diehard Bronco fan. We're from Jersey, by the way. Um, you know, he was, again, one of our best friends, a uh, diehard Bronco fan, just like myself. And uh, the two things he loved were the Broncos and wrestling. So we make this segment now. We dedicate it to him, uh, Briggsy Broncomania segment. And uh, I want to talk Broncos. I had a list of stuff to talk to you, but the first thing is, <laughs> what's your instant reaction? Breaking news today, Teddy Bridgewater traded for a six-round pick. What's yeah, your all, analysis on that? All, all this goes away, right? That's it. It's That's all blown it. up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, you know, I was in production on our Rocky Mountain Thunder podcast, pre-draft edition, and I come out and boom, I get this bomb and it, I don't have any time to think about it. It's just instantly, uh, shattered. So right off the bat, it was, well, geez, is that just to back up Drew Locke? And in my gut, that's what I think it is. And of course, all the, all the minds at Rocky Mountain Sports Report started getting together. Well, yeah, but. Yeah, this is this is all about getting fields. Well, that's a that's a great idea, but man, I don't see him falling to nine. And like you, I don't think they should. Uh, I don't think they should trade up very far. If they're going to trade up, maybe seven. But beyond that, I'm a I'm a stay at nine or trade back. You know what? I uh, I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm probably a lot different than a lot of people I know with Matt Staffiero. I go back and forth, but uh, I'm a I'm going to be honest. And Kenny, you could witness this. You're my witness. I'm a big Drew Locke guy. I really am. I still believe in Drew Locke. And I just think that the past two coaching staffs, especially last year with Pat Shermer, has not done right by Drew Locke. You know, he, um, again, last year with the COVID, he didn't have the offseason training and all that. I mean, listen, that it is what that was what it was. That's over with. But, you know, I just, I don't think Shermer puts him in the, the position that he should, he's still a young quarterback, you know, like you go back and I know, I know I'm going to mention greats and Brady and big Ben, but those two years, it wasn't a guy throwing the ball deep all the time. I mean, how many times do you see a screen pass by Denver? You know, you got KJ Hamler, you know, they, they don't get him the ball. Sometimes it's just, right? you know, it, it's I mean, how, how about the fact that they lost their number one wide receiver before the season. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You, you know, and I just think that, it's why I don't know. I am not a believer. I listen to D. I listen to 104.3 The Fan every day, and I and yeah, D Mac D Mac doesn't know anything. D Mac D Mac's theory is just take a quarterback, and I just yeah. I don't believe just take a quarterback to take a quarterback. If you love that quarterback, go get that quarterback. But look at like the couple years ago when they're saying, well, any one of them you could have had Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but you also could have had Josh Rosen. You know, you could have had right. Sam Darnold. Where would you right. be with those guys? You know, love your guy. So I don't believe in the, whoever's left at nine, take them. I I, I don't. Me personally, no. I know Matt's going to disagree with me, Jerry. I want Parsons, <laughs> put him in the middle linebacker and tell Vic Fangio, you know what? You have everything now, Vic. There's no more BS. You don't, if you're not a top three or top five or six defense this year, we got you your middle linebacker. We got you your secondary. We gave you Vaughn back. You got Chubb. What else do you want? You have a complete defense. If he can't do it with that defense, Drew Locke doesn't have to do much. That yeah, that should be your defense. So yeah, absolutely. And I'm 100 with you. 
Matt and I, we go round and round all the time about, uh, <laughs> about Drew Locke. And I'm on, on your side of the fence. I'm a huge Drew Locke proponent. I don't think the sample size is adequate to say we've got to pull the pin on him. So uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke can go on and do great things this year, and the defense will be there. Like you guys talked about earlier today, that, that defense should be top five, if not better. You know what, Jerry? Sure. I, I why why is it that you hear one more point to, to – to, I mean, because I agree with you on the lock thing. Because he's – you know, you got to realize he came in half the season on his first year and actually looked really good when he had Cortland Sutton, right? And then last year's COVID, which he kind of got thrown out the window, they always were banged up. K.J. Hamler barely played. You know, Judy was just learning the system. They had, you know, two running backs for underachievers. And so, you know, they to me, they bring in Teddy Bridgewater – Potentially, probably not to start, but if anything, a veteran quarterback who can help Drew Locke become better. You know, why is it that why is it that you don't see one, not one mock draft has the Giants taking a quarterback? How are they any different if Mac Jones or Lance falls to them and and Jones has played for a year and a half just like Locke has? What has he done any better or any worse than Locke has? But not one mock draft has them taking a quarterback. Well, well, he did have to play under Pat Shermer for a season, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, can, Jerry, this is my concern. Can you imagine a Justin Fields in a Pat Shermer offense? I mean, no. it would be a disaster. It would be no. – and, and, and if they don't win, you know they're all going to go. And, well, let me just add – I have a question for you. Yeah, lay it on me. Vic Fangio, one, do you like him? One, do you like him? And what does he have to do to keep his job? I do like Vic Fangio. I like him a lot. Um, I think he's just got to show consistent improvement. The time management issues, that's something they can work out real, real easily. If he'll turn a little more control over to Ed Donatel and take more of the game management over and stay inside the game and not just inside the defense. Uh, defensively, if they can avoid the injury plague that they had last year, there's no reason this defense isn't just like we said, top five. Mm-hmm. And then so, again, yeah, I don't think he has to be more than a, a nine and eight kind of a team as long as they're showing the right progressions. It's so up in the air with the ownership issues that we're looking at this year. Uh, Matt Staffiero saying uh, the difference, Justin, you're saying the difference with Jones is he was taken at six, Locke was in the second round. I have one more thing for Jerry Kenny, and then sis. We'll well, that's, we'll that's only because he dropped to there. Locke, if you remember, Locke was projected to be a teens. Well, yeah, he, well, they were talking about I, Locke getting drafted by Denver in the first round that year. Right, in the teens. Like, Denver was Denver was thrilled that he was sitting there in the second round. See, here's my one thing with Drew Locke, and, and this is where I, I will argue with everybody over him. I think that he has all the actual skills in the world, you know, strong arm could throw the ball to make any throw in the NFL. You know, he's mobile. And I think it's just, he's got to get coached on that other, you know, either coached or put in a situation where, you know, what's going to work for Listen, he's going to get better. Like you guys are saying, he's only really in, he played what five games that first year under another offensive coordinator. under And he, and he didn't get to practice all year. Right, He he was injured, right? Sat on IR. Right. He sat on IR. So, my point is he has every physical trait, which is hard to find. You know, it's like you look at Trevor Simeon. He would do whatever you had to do, but, well, you know, he couldn't 
you know, he couldn't throw the ball outside the numbers. You know, Belichick exposed right. him, and it's just right. that's who he is. Drew Locke can still do anything. You can, you know, run a little zone read with him this year. He's he's a mobile quarterback. Right. You know, right. like that's that's the thing that just bothers me is this guy has every physical trait. You know, what didn't help him is last year, you guys made a great point, you know, his competition was Jeff Driscoll. I don't think he was threatened by <laughs> Jeff Driscoll last year. You know, I don't think so. Bridgewater now, though, is going to, you know, hey, like Matt Staffiero saying, play him, you know, make him the starter. Listen, he could be the starter. And I think Locke knows he's going to get pushed now. And you know what? It might be now or never just for him in Denver. It might be now or never for him in the NFL. I mean, there's no guarantee he's going to latch on somewhere else if he bombs out again. So I think you're going to see the best of Drew Locke. I think this move does help. That it is gonna push him. And honestly, Jerry, I do not want a quarterback in first the first round tomorrow. I don't. I don't. No, no, I don't I don't either. I don't either, Kurt. The issue there is if you I mean, well, my biggest problem with Drew Locke last year is is that he pushed too hard. So his biggest problem where it was he threw way too many interceptions. He had games where he had zero or one touchdown and three interceptions. And so, you know, that part partially because of the fact that he you know, his receivers were not that good because of the, you know, injury. He lost Sutton, who was his deep threat. Judy runs good routes, but didn't really, you know, he was he was a newbie. And K.J. Hamler's were hurt with a hamstring injury. I, I'll tell you where they need to go. And, and I agree with you. I think it should be Parsons. But but is the, I, I would make sure that I get a really good running back in the second or third round. Yes, that's they a great lost call. Lindsay this Yeah, they lost Lindsay this year. I would, I would go Williams in the second round from North Carolina. They lost Lindsay this year. Uh, Gordon is 100 years old and slowing down. What what a, what helps these young quarterbacks, and hopefully you'll see it from Jones as a Giants fan, are the options to dump. How many times do, do guys have the ability to, you know, even Herbert, how much better is he that he can dump the ball to Eckler eight times a game? You know, if you don't and, and look that much better because he's not getting crushed and he's not forcing the ball because why? He, he's dumping the ball to a running back who can catch and run. You know, right. So so that's what's missing from their offense. If you want to make Drew Locke a better quarterback, give him, a, you know, give him that option. What happened to Bridgewater last year? He had decent numbers. Once Mike, well, once McCaffrey went out and Mike Davis was everybody, you know, his weaknesses were exposed. You know, he his numbers were terrible. Right. You know, that's why he's expendable. Right. So so, you know, you have to give these guys other other weapons to, to see how if they're any good. The same thing is going to happen with Darnold in Carolina. You, you you at least have a hopefully a McCaffrey back and more to play and et cetera, et cetera. Until you give these guys weapons, you have no prayer. Yeah. You know, Justin, in game one, Drew Locke against the Titans had a great game. He really did right out of the box without a preseason without decent mini camps and then gets up against Pittsburgh, Cortland Sutton's back three catches for 66 yards. And then boom, done for the year. Drew Locke gets injured. Right. 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 Well, Cortland's done for the year. Drew Locke is out with an injury right. in the first quarter, eight right. minutes into the first quarter. Right. Coming back. Noah Fant. Noah Fant was a, was a great mismatch. He goes down with an ankle injury. And so he's barely playing the season. So yeah, he lost he was, all of his weapons. So yeah, he was dinged all season. Played through some injury and, and still had a good year. And Drew Locke to Noah Fant showed that Drew Locke can play the game. Mm -hmm. Jerry Judy and, and K.J. Hamler, rookies, and they looked like rookies oftentimes. Oftentimes they looked like the playmakers that the Broncos drafted, right? So let's go back to the Pittsburgh game. Drew Locke gets injured. Two games later, he comes back 
and throws four picks in those next two games, no touchdowns. So take away those four those four picks, and he's only thrown 11 interceptions on the season. 16 right. to 11 looks a lot different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a Drew Locke guy. I don't think there's any reason to waste a, a pick on a quarterback. I do like Jamie Newman and, and Kyle Trask for different reasons if you've got to have a quarterback. But now we got Teddy Bridgewater. I think, fine, let Teddy Bridgewater push through lock and let's see who wins the, the starting job game one. Sis, real quick, sis, your thoughts on a couple of things uh, with Jerry. One, the Bridgewater move, do you like it? Do you still believe in Locke? And, and sis, anyway, would you take, say, a Trey Lance, Mac Jones, or a Justin Fields tomorrow if they do fall to nine? I think it was a good move bringing Teddy in to push through Locke. I got a gut feeling they might take a quarterback. I don't know why. I just do. There's still rumors <laughs> about it. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, but I, I agree with Justin on one thing, Jerry, and it's, you know, and, I, and this is from high school. I coached with, with Sis. It's, you know, you just, you got to help your quarterback out. Like, listen, you got Jerry, Judy, throw him a quick, a quick slip screen, you know, like do something to where he starts off the game three for four, four for Absolutely. six. Absolutely. Something easy. So where it's not like he's always going down the field, like they're saying he's looking for the big play, but it's not, it's, it's like, it's not coached to him. Like just give him the easy plays. How many times do you see, you know, and I'll get back to Brady again, even when he, I mean, especially when he first started, but even in his, in his prime seasons, back out of the backfield, you know, a quick screen to Edelman or Welker. Like there's so easy completions where you're getting six and seven and eight yards. And coach Breslin just said it before second and two is a lot different than second and eight. You can call anything you want. It's so less pressure on that quarterback. Absolutely. Matt's saying at a boy, sis, so he's agreeing with you. <laughs> sis, he wants you to take a, he wants to take a quarterback, but um, I just want to get, listen, the, the, listen, we got to deal with Waller. We got to deal with Kelsey in that division. And our linebackers cannot cover. Jewel can't cover. You know, Alexander Johnson, you know, I mean, it's, listen, they're downhill players, but when you want, we want them to cover tight ends, we get eaten up alive. Give him that linebacker, whether it's the Notre Dame kid, I like the Tulsa kid, and of course I like Parsons. I would take one of those linebackers. I, I just, you only, you know, you, you only hear what's interesting. How about this one as a twist? You only hear Denver moving up. You know, to try to maybe with Detroit or to try to get a quarterback. How about if you're if you're good with Lock and Bridgewater? You know, you got Bridgewater for probably a year. What if you move back down? What if you what if you want Parsons, okay, and or one of the other Notre Dame linebacker, you know, whatever? You want to move back down and pick up more draft collateral, let's say in the second round. Let let maybe New England come up if Lance is there or Fields is there, and move down and pick up more draft collateral. So that taking a second round running back. You know, you, you can easily see Najee Harris or, you know, any Etienne or, you know, Williams definitely. Any of those guys can easily drop to a second round. You bi- you build up draft collateral so that you can take a chance. You know, you drop back down. Maybe Parsons is still there at 15, which I've seen that. And and you pick up draft collateral so that you can pick up one of those dynamic running backs in the second round. Now you're now you're headed somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Jerry, real quick, because he made a great point. Running back, we are we do have a hole now. Lindsey's gone. Would you take a running back as high as the second round? You know, I was on Najee Harris early, but right now I've slipped back, and I'm a huge Khalil Herbert fan. Uh, Virginia Tech, Tech right? running back. Yep, yep. yep. Um, I think that's a guy we can get in the fourth, maybe even the fifth. 
and we can bulk up on that right tackle probably in the third round, somebody like an Eichenberg or maybe a little out of Stanford. I, I think that's important. I think they're still going to have to look at the cornerback spot. They can do that. And, and again, you trade back, you can still get Ousa Koromoa or you can get Saban Collins. Uh, and then you get into the second round, you can address that uh, cornerback or defense or offensive lineman. And I, I think that's more important. Matt saying, We've, yeah, running back in round two is cool. Watch <laughs> With me, watch Travis Etienne. Oh, that would be pretty sweet. That would I, be pretty I, I think sweet. my favorite right now is Javante Williams. Oh, but North I think Carolina he's, kid, right? I think yeah. he's out yeah. of reach. Yeah, path. All right, Kenny, anything else for Jerry? By the way, uh, Kenny, before we find, uh, before we uh, end it, Jerry, go ahead. You can uh, give out your podcast, please. Oh, yeah. Rocky Mountain Thunder, we did our pre-draft show today, and immediately the Teddy Bridgewater thing kind of blew it up. But uh, – on Rocky Mountain Thunder, my co-host, Alex Romero, we, we like to jive it up a little bit and talk about what's going on with the Broncos. He's a, a huge Zach Wilson opposer. <laughs> Went to Utah, so anything anti-BYU, he's all over that. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. All right, check it out, Rocky Mountain Thunder. Uh, Kenny, go ahead. Yeah, no, Jerry, Kurt's outnumbered here. I, 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 I lived in – I know Kurt my whole life. I live in Maryland now. So three of us, minus Kurt, are Giants fans. So Kurt's always outnumbered. So whenever he gets a fellow Bronco fan on the air, we let him take over the segment. Damn so right. okay. well, I just want to thank you for coming on. But I just want to throw my two cents in about Teddy Bridgewater. I know it's been mentioned earlier in the segment. You got Shermer as your offensive coordinator. Shermer had three quarterbacks that year in Minnesota, and one of them was Bridgewater. And his GM was also there. Uh, the GM was also in Minnesota that you have now in Denver. So they might still see something in a little Teddy Bridgewater. And uh, Kurt hit it on the button, Jerry. Basically, you got competition for Drew Locke now. So now it's like what we need if Daniel Jones doesn't produce this year, we need competition for Daniel Jones as Giant fans. That's what you need in Denver. And Kurt's been saying it. He wants to give Drew Locke a chance, Drew Locke a chance, Drew Locke a chance. But now is Drew Locke's chance yeah. because now there is competition there. Absolutely. And, and I could see Teddy Bridgewater making Drew Locke a little better. And, and we'll see. You know, I think it was a no-brainer, a sixth-round pick for – at least the solid backup quarterback. And Carolina is paying 70% of the salary. <laughs> I was, was going to say, you could argue you got a $10 million quarterback for $3 million. For $3 million, exactly. <laughs> it's better than Driscoll and Rippin, right? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, but, Jerry, thank you for joining. Like I said, we let Kurt take over the Broncos segments here. But uh, pleasure awesome. having you on. And uh, I'll be listening to that podcast, too, as a Giant fan. Uh, awesome. I appreciate it. Real quick, I got to hit you guys up. I thought I heard you talking Kentucky Derby. We what did. do you got? I'm going to go with, I will tell you mine. I got my, I hold on. I, I'll give you one second because <laughs> I screenshotted who I like. Um, I'm going to go with Rock Your World. Is Rock Your World. Rock Your World is my selection. What do you got okay. for us? I'm going highly motivated. And I do have a, a thoroughbred racing background. Uh, good friends with some of these old trainers, but highly motivated. A younger trainer named Chad Brown going after his first Kentucky Derby. Javier Castellano in the Irons. 
It's highly motivated in the Derby this year. Well, Kenny, we just and I'm going to Kenny triple, real quick. I'm going to triple down on that because our friend Joey Clams, who's going, he he lives in New York, big Saratoga guy, gave us highly motivated too. So I am triple downing on that pick right there. <laughs> all right, here we go. But all, Kenny, pushing it all in. Kenny, real quick, we this is music to our ears because Jerry, we also do a show on Thursday called Wits and Wagers, and we do a little horse racing and stuff. So you're more than welcome to come on for that, Kenny. We got right. the Preakness. We got the, you know, the Belmont. We're ready to roll for that. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thanks, Jerry, guys. Thank you Jerry, so much, Jerry. Thank you so much. Enjoy the draft. Absolutely. Tomorrow. And, you uh, too. Good luck with the Broncos. Hope you all are happy. Super excited for the draft. We'll see you guys next week. Thank Take you, care. Jerry. Always great to have a Bronco fan on, Kenny, like you said. Yeah. By, the way, that, by the way, that's the green screen you need. <laughs> that's – what did you see? Right, my, I saw, gonna... I, you can't see my green screen, uh, Justin. You have to go back to the video and see it. By the way, Matt Staffiero saying Justin Fields, 2021, wishful thinking. Kurt, I want you to do me some, do me a favor. I got somebody in the waiting room who's a surprise guest. Okay. All right. Instead of you trying to guess who it is, I'm going to bring him in, but just do me a favor and close your eyes. Is, and it, then Teddy just Bridge, is it Teddy Bridgewater? It's close. Oh, it's close. No, it's, it, uh, the only hint I'm going to give you, close your eyes, a Jets fan. Okay. Close your eyes. My eyes I'll are tell you when he's in. You can open them up. Okay. I know who it is. Turn your eyes on. Look on the bottom of your screen. Oh, God. Just What's what up, I want to hear tonight. Just Our what I want to hear tonight. Feelings joined us. Jets fan and I'm, always most hurt. So I brought him I'm on. I'm hearing right. nothing but more Drew Lock excuses. Lock this, lock <laughs> that, lock this. Come on. Oh my God. Johnny, welcome. Johnny, big Jets fan. I figured bring John on. We can continue our uh, top 15, Kurt, because John will be good at this. We can do our top 15. But John's a Jets fan. So let's get a five minute uh, thoughts on his Jets, and then we'll finish our. Uh, Top 15. I am going to call. I am going to just say one thing for Justin and Sis. Sis will back me up on this. I remember a couple of months ago, and I said, I love Zach Wilson. And I remember Beelan saying something to the effect of, oh, he doesn't play anybody. I don't want him. You got him. So what's your thoughts? You got him, Beelan. You got Wilson. It, I mean, do you really think we got Wilson? Because all the stories I'm hearing about Trevor Lawrence, this guy might not even be a first-round pick. He's got no chip on his shoulder. <sighs> he, he, might, he, might as well, he might as well play in New York. I mean, you don't need a chip on your shoulder in New York. What, you gonna, are, you, go. are you happy about that? Are you, let me ask you this. Are you still mad about the Rams game where you guys blew Trevor Lawrence, though? You blew that game. And you um, just... I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, honestly, like I, I was never. Um, you know me. I, I Lawrence was Lawrence. I don't know. He's like. I don't think he's an Andrew Luck. I don't think he's the the Messiah coming out. Every that everyone thinks he's gonna be. I mean, he's gonna be on a bad team with nobody around him, and it's gonna be very difficult for a couple of years. It's no different than what anybody else does. I hope that the Jaguars do something like the blueprint what the Browns did with Baker Mayfield, and they traded people they brought in talent to help him out um if he's not he's gonna he's gonna be a regular you know average first round pick you know overall i mean you gotta bring people in to help him at the end of the day yeah i agree i agree now john let me ask you this you have a second pick in the first round who you Mm -hmm. want that second pick in the first round um ideally i would love uh 
offensive lineman help. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, there's so many things that I've been seeing going around. I mean, I try not to look at mock drafts and stuff like that too much because these things are like all over the place. Um, but I would love offensive lineman help. Uh, I'd probably like uh, two wins. I like the guy from Oklahoma State, um, Jenkins. That big dude, he's like 6'8", 320. The kid, the kid can run like a 4'640", uh, you know. So, um, And then the um, the other one is the kid from USC, uh, Barrett Tucker. Yep. Uh, I like him a lot, too. I don't. He's been getting a lot of more hype. So I don't know if it's, you know, of course, people always think when you get more hype, he's going to go higher up. Um, but ideally, I would love that. I mean, that I, if you're drafting Wilson, you, you got to help this kid out and, and protect them, you know. So uh, that's about that. Let me just ask you one last question and then I'll go to everybody else. Defense, though, you really don't have many names on defense. And C.J. Mosley, he wants I, I may want to look to take to pick a linebacker to take over the defense. Kid from Notre Dame may be there. He may slip. Uh, Collins from Tulsa could be there. There's some there's some good linebackers out there too. I think that could be a leader on the Jets defense going forward. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing with me was, uh, you know, we're a new head coach. I, I think he's like one of those guys where, you know, you can just give him any person and hopefully bring the most out of that out of that person, no matter where he's playing on the field. So. I, I mean, I, yeah, don't get me wrong. I would love one of these guys. I, I, you know who I really love is uh, Jalen Phillips from Miami. Um, I think this kid's going to be a – whoever gets this guy, I think he's going to be a stud, man. He's he's quick. He's big. He's he's going to be a good guy. So, I don't think he'll last in the 20 – like our 23rd pick, but um, he's he's a big he's a big pick. Guys, want to ask John a question, and then we'll get into Kurt's uh... – We'll do our top 15. We'll finish off our top 15. Kurt, Justin. Uh, yeah, well, let, go to Sis or Justin first, and I'll finish with Beelan. Justin, you got to the one, the one, Yeah, the one question I would have, uh, for me, the Jets' second pick is, yeah, I agree. I think they need a little bit of help on defense, so I'm thinking edge rusher. And I, li- I like Philip a lot, too. He had a great pro day, um, and Rousseau had a really terrible pro day. But I think a lot of teams are scared off by the fact that Phillips, you know, had uh, has a lot of injury history with concussions, and um, so I could see them possibly going Oa or Rousseau or high level, high upside guys. But you now the other thing there is, and I know they're probably not looking this way, but they they need a running back too. You know, you're going to take a quarterback there that's going to be a dynamic. Who's playing running back for the uh, right now for the Jets? You know, so it's a situation where you probably can get somebody in the second or third round or fourth round, whatever. I know you don't want to draft a running back high, but a guy again like Williams or Etienne who can catch the ball out of the backfield, who are going to give you 50, 60, 70 catches out of the backfield you know, are, who are no different, if actually better than Hilaire, you know, I, I think might be a wise choice. Yeah, I agree. I definitely Her agree. Sister. I mean, I, and, and honestly, I, 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 don't, I don't know what it is, man, but when Te- Tevin Coleman is on the field and healthy, he's a stud. He's not a, you know, top 10 guy, but the guy, he produces. If you look at what he did in Atlanta before when Gurley got hurt, he took over over there. The guy was crushing it for weeks. He, he the same thing happened in San Francisco when everybody went down in San Francisco and then he got hurt. Um so I mean if he can stay healthy, I think that's his only his biggest thing right now is he needs to stay healthy. If he doesn't stay healthy, I mean, you know, he's just gonna be the same Tevin Coleman that we we've known. I, I agree one hundred percent, John. I do like Tevin Coleman as well. Kurt, sis. Go ahead, sis. 
How's how's the new house, big guy? Um, I'm actually, if you see, I'm still I'm still working on right. everything. So congrats on the new uh, house. Congrats. Yeah, thanks, thank you. So uh, yeah, it's it's coming along probably like ninety percent done. Um, you know, getting ready for tomorrow. I got, at least got the TV up, so like I get to watch the draft. You know. Good. Good. Join us tomorrow. Carson's been yeah. asking about you. He's like, "Where's Bealen been? We're doing a yeah. meeting. We're going to do a live draft show tomorrow. We're doing. Live oh yeah, man. I might be able. To Anytime you want to come on, we want to come on, hang out for a few minutes or an hour, whatever you want to do. My last sure. question. You stay on last, the whole first round, him and I. Kenny, my last question isn't uh, jet related, but I just want you. Do you hear that, Bealen? Do you hear? Do you hear who's coming? <laughs> do you hear who's coming? <laughs> Who, Billy Boy? The New York Knicks are coming, Bealen. We are here. We have arrived. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I like them. Um, I I think, I, you know me, I've always said this. I think they still need another, they need another guy. Oh, we need one they more need guy. But, but listen, yeah. we're going to get that guy now. Randall, I'm t- I've said this for years. Randall is one of the most underrated players in the NBA. And it showed this year on the Nitibro. He he's gonna be a stud, man. Hopefully they don't let him go. They signed him long. Music to my ears that somebody else seen Rand seen Rand. Oh, Randall's, Randall's a stud, years. man. I mean, listen, I, I've said this on guys' shows before. Me, I'm not a big Mitchell Robinson or Knox fan. You guys should just trade them, man. These guys, these guys, they're always hurt. They're they're not they don't produce anything. Like you want Mitchell Robinson who's producing eight and eight. Like to me, that's 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 garbage, like in the NBA now. If people compete. You you could throw three threes and score nine points, and, and, you're, and you're good and to go. John, he's gonna want money. Like he's gonna want. He's gonna. Yes. He thinks he's gonna get like uh, the guy from Miami money. I'm not giving him that. No, no get get rid of these guys. They're high top picks and and whatever. Just get rid of them. You know, like I mean the same thing. You know, you know, you've heard it from me before. R.J. Barry, he's, he's there. I don't know. Can he take that next step with the team? I don't know. Does he need somebody else to help him out? Is he going to be like that number one guy? I, I don't. It, they need one more to... guy. They need one more yeah. guy. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you, uh, you, you, you know, you talk about the, you, you know, you talk about the Jets, you know, beating the Rams and, and essentially now oh. they don't have Trevor Lawrence. How about the fact that in those two drafts, you're in a situation where you got Knox and a couple more losses and you have Luka Doncic or Trey mm-hmm. Young. And then, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, and, and it's like, it's no different. Yep, you're right. Or, or, or truthfully, John Morant or Zion Williamson, and I mean it's the way the 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 ball bounces, you know, so to speak. But that was the Knicks' luck. Maybe that turns around now, you know. Yep. Her, John, you want to uh, stay with us for the end? We're gonna finish our yeah, finish draft. You'll up. stay with us, right? Yeah. Okay. Finish it up. His head because he knows football well enough to do it off the top of his head. John, we did a top fifteen in this year's draft. We did the first seven picks. We're gonna mm-hmm. do eight to fifteen now. Who do you think you're gonna take? And then a surprise, who would you be surprised if they took? So we finished off with Detroit. So, my, for example, mine was Jalen Waddell. I would be surprised if they took uh, uh, the tackle, Slater. That would have been yeah. my surprise. So we're going to continue with Carolina. We'll go, up to, we'll go up to the Patriots pick on 15, and Kurt will call us out one by one. Okay, so I'll start with Justin. We'll go Carolina. I picked their fields. I was. I, I just think he's too good to pass up there, and I know they want want Darnold to succeed there. But you know, a weird thing you saw this happen yesterday and today. So many guys, mostly today, had their fifth year option picked up, um, you know, did, by yeah. their team, and Darnold has not. And I think they're waiting to see what happens with the draft to, to figure that out. That to me tips 
uh, you know, the half that that essentially that might be the pick of the quarterback there. Kenny. I'm going to go Justin Fields as well. I think I think Justin Fields is is a solid pick, fits Matt Rule's quarterback, uh, what he's looking for in a quarterback, like the Kyler Murray types. I, I think Justin Fields would be a solid pick for them at in at number eight. Uh, do you want my surprise too, or no? I'll come. I'll come back for that. Okay. Sis, Carolina Panthers at number eight. If Patrick Sertan's there, they'll take him. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm going to piggy, piggyback off of that. I'm going to switch it up just a little because I think they're going to go defense. I think they're going to shock a little bit, but I don't know why. I just, I think, um, JC Horn, I, I I don't know. I'm big on him. I'm hearing a lot of people saying he may be the best defensive back in the draft. I know certain is a lot, but you do get that little shocker in the first round. I'm not going to say reach, but, uh, he's trending up. So I'm going to say Horn. What do you think, Bielen? I think uh, Sewell. Okay. I think so they need offensive line help. You, you're going to have, a, a, you know, if, if it's Darnold or whoever it's going to be starting and you got Christian McCaffrey coming off the injury, you need some bodies for that guy, man. All right. And then I'll start it off with the surprise. I'm going to go like Justin Fields. I, I just think that they did invest in Darnold. They want Darnold to succeed. And I, I, I would be, a, you know, not stunned, but a little shocked, a little surprised if they go quarterback. So I'll take Fields. Justin what do you think? Surprise. I say it's later. Kenny? Patrick Sertan's going to be my surprise here. But by hearing what you guys said, with what you and Sis said, it would not – he was my surprise. But look at the number one receivers in that conference. You got Michael Thomas with the Saints, Julio Jones with the Falcons, and you got Evans with the, Bron- uh, the Bucks. You need a number one solid corner coming up. So, for, you know, if Sertan's sitting there – he might be too good to pass up. So I don't think it would surprise me too much. I had him as my surprise, but after hearing you insist, I don't think it would be much a surprise now. All right, let's get to number nine in Denver, Justin. Uh, I'm going to say Parson. I'm going to say I, I was going to go quarterback, but after the trade today, I'm going to say Parsons. Kenny? Parsons piggyback off, off of uh, Justin. Sis, what are my Broncos going to do? They're definitely getting Barsons. That's a lock. Listen, I, I, I hope all three of you are right. Beelan, where are you going with me? You Beelan's gonna pick Beelan's gonna say Justin Fields just to get me going tonight. No, no, no. I don't um hold on. Um no, I honestly think um I mean the whole Von Miller thing, I think he's he doesn't have too much time left, and I think matching Chubb up with somebody. Uh, on that, you know, the edge. I think they're going to go. It's going to be a little surprise pick for you, but I think it's going to be a nice pick. But uh, pay from Michigan. All right. You know what? I did see that. They did say an edge rusher. Justin, what would surprise you with Denver? Mm, Denver surprise would be. I probably would say. I probably would say quarterback there. I would say Trey Lance there. Kenny. Mine's quarterback as well, but Mac Jones. Sis, what would surprise you with Denver? Mac Jones going there. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna shock you with a surprise, and this would be a draw. This would be a trade down. But I would be. Um, they do need. We talked with Jerry. They do need a running back. If they traded down to say, you know, 18, 19, 20, and they took like Sis's boy, Najee Harris, and they jumped to Pittsburgh, uh, I wouldn't rule it out because that is again probably one of their three. Um, weaknesses that they need 
It would surprise me a little bit. I mean, I would love him, but that's where I'm going to go. Beelan, what would surprise you? I think that you? would be a big surprise for me, Kurt, because I feel in, you're picking early in the second round that you can get a solid running back in the second round. Beelan, what about you? What would shock you? Um, I honestly think I'm a, I'm a, for a person, I'm going to say like Waddle, but I think any receiver. Okay. Can you imagine? Never have enough weapons. Don't, don't, don't give Bach any more excuses. You know what would shock me tomorrow? Honestly, if they, if honestly, it would stun me if they trade Drew Locke tomorrow in the draft. If they pick a quarterback and trade Drew Locke, I would be stunned. That'd be awesome. I would be stunned. All right, Dallas. (laughs) Dallas at 10. Justin. Uh, that's where I have Patrick Sertain. I think he, I think they need a they need help at corner. They don't need a lot of offensive help, so I'm going to go him. Kenny, I had Sertan as well, but I'm going to go J.C. Horn. I watched a guy who does uh, who's a big Cowboy fan on YouTube, Chat Sports, and he follows. He's got his own Cowboy following, and he's going with J.C. Horn over Sertan. So I'm just going to go with him because he's a Cowboy fan. But I. You know, either one there. But I'll go J.C. Horn just to be different. Sis. Dallas trades with Chicago and Trey Lance goes to the Bears. Okay, it's a good – hey, the Bears The Bears are one of those teams. The Cowboys are looking to trade down, I hear. Uh, Ken, uh, Coach Breslin saying if Parsons is available, they take him with Sean Lee retiring. Oh. I'm gonna yep, go yep. with I'm gonna go with Sertain, but Kenny, you know why? I think they're gonna sweat it because I think they think no matter what they're gonna get Horn or Sertain, um, and I think that I picked Carolina to get one, and I picked some, and uh, we were t- saying somebody else, and Denver may take a corner, so you know they gotta sweat that out because they they need help. But I'll take Sertain there. Beelan, what about you? I'm with Coach. I think Parsons, man. I mean, he was with Lee retiring. Uh, I didn't even think without him retiring, I still think they were going to take him. All right, let's. I'm going to speed this up a little. Let's get to the Giants, Justin. What do you got? Your boys, number eleven. Well, my surprise. You want oh. our surprise with Dallas? Yeah, yeah. Give me your surprise. I'm sorry, Dallas. My surprise, surprise would be a lineman. Either Sewell or Slater drops to them. Justin, One surprise for Dallas. My surprise is Jerry Jones explodes and essentially trades two future first round draft picks and this pick to move to four to take pets. Wow. Sis, you got a surprise? <laughs> nope. No surprise. Beelan? Oh, I love that. I'm I'm just gonna agree with that. I just want Dak MVP. Uh don't start with that. <laughs> Giants at number eleven, Justin. Um I want Parsons. Um I'd be okay with with Smith or Waddle. I'm gonna say JC Horn there. Kenny. Going the offensive lineman. I'm going Slater. I just think Gettleman loves those big boys. And uh gonna block for Barkley. Remember, he got hurt early last year. You need Barkley healthy with Jones. So give me the give me the offensive lineman. All right, sis, give me your reaction. Are you either going crazy because you got Devontae or Waddle, or are you going like this on the TV? I'm not I don't want a lineman. Which one are you doing? I don't I don't I don't drink during the week. <laughs> See this? Number six. Tomorrow night, I'll be drinking a gallon of wine after they pay. <laughs> Coach Breslin, I'm with Coach Breslin and Kenny. I'm going Slater. Uh, I think both Bama guys will be out by then. Beelan, where do you think Giants are going? Um, I think uh, if Sertain's there, I'm going to go with Sertain, but Slater sounds about right with offensive line. I mean, they're building their thing around Barkley, man. All right. 
your guys, your uh, arc uh, enemy. Mr. My surprise, my surprise, surprise would be yeah. a Mitch Rusher, Ulajari. I think if we could trade down and get him, I would love him on the Giants. But I could see Gettleman. Gettleman's known to, you know, pick guys way ahead when they're value, way ahead of their value. So he reaches. So I could see Ulajari, but that would be. I, I I think he's the best defensive end prospect. I, I love Jalen Phillip, but his injury stuff will scare the Giants. I think Ulajari is the best defense. The probably you have to decide at two forty-seven if he's an every-down, you know, right. defensive end and not just a third-down pass rusher. Sis, right. any shocker? For, what? Let me. I'll, I'll ask this a different way. What would you, I mean? I know you said offensive lineman, but is there anything where you would just be like, "This is absolutely ridiculous"? If the well, Giants me, before Sis answers, let me rephrase that. Is there any pick that Gettleman can make tomorrow, Sis, that would break your TV? Yes. Yeah. He takes an offensive lineman. <laughs> he doesn't want. I'll tell you. You know what would shock me is if Trey the Giants, Lance is if the Giants took a receiver other than Devontae Smith or Waddle at that pick. Would shock me. Elijah Moore. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, like if they took that kid that high, like the Bama kids are special. If they took one of those guys, oh, wait, Bama. How about, wait, you're talking about Ole Miss. Have you seen the guys who come out of Ole Miss? No, I know, are, are, but I mean, if they robots. took him at eleven, Kenny, what would your reaction be if they took him at eleven? Elijah Moore. Yeah. That they know something because remember, I was pissed when we picked Beckham. I was on the air with you and Briggsy you and were, Garfield. You were. And I was like, I want. Who did I want? I wanted uh, the. The tight end. Why can't I think of his name? He was on the Lions and the Steelers. What's his? And he's, uh, you're talking about uh, Ebron. 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 Yeah. I wanted him. I, mean, I was so mad about, about that. Beckham. How about the fact that Martin's sitting there, or you know, and and actually Aaron Darnold was still sitting there. That's <laughs> the surrounding hey. OBJ are the two two of the best players in the league. You know, yeah. you know what would actually be a very surprise pick, if, and and you guys would love this as Giants fans if Gettleman got Pitts. Because Evan Ingram can't catch a a, a forty pound um, fish running into his hand. No, okay, stinks. like he he, he he is he is wide open, can't catch a ball. He's thinking that he would lost be us the game last year. That would be pretty sweet if you the yeah. Giants could do that. Yeah, Barrett Tucker is a guy. I have a weird sneaking suspicion that Gettleman loves him, and the fact that we can he is the best actual pure guard in this draft. And and probably the safest, believe it or not, of all the offensive linemen being that Sewell sat out. I mean, he's probably the most talented. But for some weird, weird sneaking suspicion, I, I have a weird feeling that he loves him. I just heard. This I think the Giants will go with somebody like a lineman in the second round. Hopefully, well, I I got Slater, but I see like that type of guy. Like another guy, if they don't, if if Slater's not there in the second round, would be like a Cosme from Texas. Yeah. I think that's like kind of like Gettleman's guys, like those Cosme from Texas or or Eichenberg from uh, Notre Dame, like those those two guys. I could see also. I think the edge guys fall. I I I have I think those guys. As much as I love Jason Owa, he had no sacks in college last year, and he his his numbers were ridiculous in terms of his pro day. But I see I see guys like him. Rousseau, who was terrible, uh, potentially felt with his injury history. I see those guys flying. So I think the value is in for the Giants to take an edge there if they don't panic in the first round. Kurt, let's skip a couple picks because we're running out of time. Yeah. Let's go to the Patriots at 15. Okay, Justin, what do you got? Oh, brother. Um, 
Mike, I'm going to give you two there. I, I, I think there's a good shot that that if that if San Francisco doesn't take Mac Jones, he literally slides to that spot without them having to move. And my other one would be um, Smith or Parsons, believe it or not. If somehow the team, they don't find a need in Parsons' fault, or if teams are scared off by Smith's size, I think Belichick is going to kick it at that spot for some reason. Kenny? I got Jones or Fields in that spot and uh you know what you want my surprises now or are we gonna hold off we'll hold off sis what's new england right. gonna do take justin fields they're gonna trade up feeling trade up and take smith i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with mac jones i just think that um you know i don't know i did hear though they said belichick again just had coach breslin saying quarterback he, Belichick though just does have that attitude though of like I'm not gonna pick a first round quarterback, but I don't know. There's just a lot of smoke with that uh, Mac Jones with New England. What would be your surprise, Justin? I mean, he's in a different, little bit of a different position now because he's kind of on his way out. I think you know, unlike the other years where he dominated, controlled his draft by you know collecting a lot of collateral in the second, third, and fourth round. You could tell by the way that they spent so much money in free agency that this is he's got a hit here. It cannot be Cam Newton. He will not win for him this year. So whatever they do, if there's some weird surprise trade they're working on the scenes, if it's for Locke or if it's for, you know, somebody to pick up a quarterback or take Jones, they're going to take a quarterback there. My surprise there would be um, running back, believe it or not. Uh, they have no running back. I mean, they, Sonny Michelle, terrible. White is a pass catcher. Burkhead's a pass catcher. They need a running back. You know, so, so my, my surprise pick, whoever it is that they love, would be a running back there. Kenny? My surprise is going to be a linebacker. If everybody passes on Parsons, they're going to scoop him up. Or they may pick ahead or trade back and get the kid from Notre Dame, Cormoa. I can't, I can't, I butcher his name, so I'm not even going to try, but the, the Notre Dame linebacker. But I can see Parsons falling right into Belichick's lap and Sis, running their defense. Sister Bielen, making, anything surprise Making you. Zach Wilson and Bielen's Jets nightmare for, for years to come. Yeah, my surprise would be a quarterback. I just don't I don't I don't see him picking a quarterback. I mean he they signed Cam Newton back for a reason. Usually doesn't you know, doesn't seem right why he's back. See, this is a this is a thing. This is my and I am gonna and I, my last point is gonna be this. And I was listening today and uh Matt our good friend Matt Staffiero, uh we always argue about quarterback, just take a quarterback, take a quarterback. They were talking about the nineteen ninety nine draft today. And they were saying it's the last time or the first time a quarterback went one, two, three. Does anybody know who those three quarterbacks were? Yeah, it was. Uh, what was the year? 1999. Um, we had. Oh, wait, was that? Quarterbacks was that went one, two, and three. Yeah, wasn't it? Uh, oh, shit. I just heard this, too. Um Hold on, you gotta give me a second. Anybody want to throw names out? I mean that that I mean I, I, that's not the Peyton Manning draft, is it? It's not Peyton Manning. Nope. Okay. And that is that the um, let's see who would be nineteen ninety nine one two. Not the Andrew Electory. No, that's nineteen ninety nine. Give us the first one. Here's a hint. Here's a give us one of the teams. That'll give it away. If that'll give it away, don't give it to us. But what first pick? Um, I can't. You'll get that. It was who had third pick? Who had third? No. Pick? Cincinnati. No. 
Cincinnati, Cincinnati? had the third pick. At the, yeah. Oh, I heard this. Achilles Smith. Achilles Smith. Achilles Smith. That's right. Okay. So number one was a total bust. Tim Couch. Tim Couch. Number two. Uh, number Riddle. two is was a legit player. Um, went to a Super Bowl. Was in your division, guys. Giants division. Oh, McNabb. McNabb, right? Yeah, so the oh, yeah, whole okay. point is what they're saying is don't just worry about I got to get a quarterback. Got to get a quarterback. Two players that got passed up, Edger and James, and Oof. who went number seven, Champ Bailey. So Oof. if you look and you drafted Achilles Smith over Champ Bailey, it's like that's why I just I'm not a believer in you know Denver needs a quarterback. Take whoever's left out of those five, like. No, I just no. Well, see Beelin. This is why I'm not a believer in Trevor Lawrence if he's not on the perfect team. Because Tim Couch back in '99, I remember watching '98, I remember watching him with Kentucky, and I remember watching him at Kurt's house. We probably had some money on him, and he won everything. And then he was going to be the best thing ever, and he was a complete bust with Cleveland because Cleveland was a mess. You know what the problem was? Trevor Lawrence is going to be a mess. And then what are you going to say about that, Kurt? If you, don't you, know who, you know who I think Kelsey came Wait, out you of that made him, He better be top three quarterback by next year. Did 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 um? Did, does anybody have the draft list up or no? That year? I, think Dante, I think Dante Culpepper came out of that draft too. Yeah, he was later in that round. He might have. He went to Minnesota, yeah. right? Yeah, they were I mean, just the talking thing, about the this thing on the with radio Trevor the Lawrence that bothers me the most is is the is the shoulder surgery. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't argue with his his three his seasons in the NFL, his pedigree, his size, his speed, his arm strength, and his competition. Tim Couch was at Kentucky, you know. Like, that's the problem with those you know those situations. But the, the thing that bothers me the most is what has he hasn't been in any game action since he had major shoulder surgery. Right. See, this is what they like. I'm looking at Atlanta. You know, Sis said this two weeks. Sis said this two weeks ago that Pitts is just, uh, you know, his talent is just insane. So why would I gamble on the number four quarterback on my board, right? Whether it's Fields or Mac Jones or Lance, when I can get, I mean, there's your champ Bailey, you know, like. Would you would you look back now and say instead of taking Achilles Smith, would you take Champ Bailey? Yeah. Well, and and their backups, and, and you're talking mm. about a guy who you can't pick a top ten pick in the league right now and not have him play. You know, this is this is not Aaron Rodgers dropping down to play right. behind Brett Favre situation. You have to have those guys start from day one, especially with the talent up until. 13, 14, 15 in this draft, it, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why we're all going to scream if Gettleman miss, misses this one because because there's so much talent back to that spot. The, to me, the most ta- second most talented player, because I truly do believe in, in Trevor Lawrence, as long as his shoulder is fine, is, is Micah Parsons. I don't understand. I, I do not understand what the problem is there. He is. If you're telling me you're not going to redraft, and granted, they actually took him at four, but you're not going to tell me you wouldn't take White one or two in that draft. Where is Micah Parsons any different other than sitting out for you than, than White? There's nothing that he had. The, the off-the-field stuff is BS. He had one so-called incident with a recruit that, that, that ended up having his lawsuit dropped. Where is the problem? I, I, I agree with you, and that's why I want him. That's why I want him. Here's, my, here's my one thing, thing I want to put I know you want to say something, then I'll say something real quick. Yeah, my thing with Parsons is that he, it, there's, to, it, 
the the I, Kurt hates this, but his stats don't show anything. He looks like he's just a, a tackler on the field on a team that was really bad defense. So, but, it, but if you watch if you, you know, watch film on him, only because I'm a Penn State fan and I've seen literally every play of his. And and going back to I followed him since sophomore year, even in high school, because he was the number one recruit praying that we got him. You know, he is like beyond explosive. If you watch his steps, the way he he closes on quarterbacks is insane. You know, his only little weakness, little College weakness, is, is in coverage. Believe it or not, you know, because he. Because he, you know, he dropped a bunch of easy interceptions. But if you watch his production, like you said, you know, tackling, they were okay up front. Their best players were their edge rushers in, in Chaka Tony and guys like that. You know, they were okay up front. To, to run sideline to sideline and be able to make crazy tackles and, and cover and sacks and fumbles and recovery, he is all over the place. The one argument I could see somebody making is a comparison to, to LeVar Arrington. You know, who came out of Penn State with the same pedigree, with the same kind of sideline to sideline kind of coverage ability and and ridiculous athletic ability and, and those kind of plays. And and the the only issue that I have with Micah Parsons, twofold. One, again, he was a defensive end in high school. So he's really only played linebacker for, for two years. That's why I love that pick if he's there for the Giants, because he's more he can play, he has 10, 15 pounds. He's the best defensive end in this draft. You know, and so and so that's a little bit of a concern because he played linebacker when he was defensive end his whole career. And the second thing would be the fact that is the discipline, you know, LeVar Arrington in college. You know, you're in a situation where you're roaming all over the place. Right. And the 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 the, the I like pairing him with Blake Martinez because Blake Martinez is super disciplined. He is like the ultimate tackler. But he, what he can't do well is coverage. So Parsons runs a four three forty and can cover guys. That's why that's advantageous. But you know, blitz da 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 da. And you finally have cover guys in the backfield who can get guys. If you watch Giant games, you can count to ten Mississippi and they're not even on a quarterback. You know, Micah Parsons is explosive, but you know, you know. So that's kind of my opinion on him. I think he's the second best player in this entire draft. I love him. I, I love wanted him to bring too. one small thing up. Uh, I'm going to leave you and Sis out of this unless you want to add something because. I mentioned this last week. It's just a scenario out there. Uh, the number three pick, the 49ers. Everybody in the world is saying quarterback. Now, in my opinion, the difference is you have the Jaguars at one, you have the Jets at two. Every team that needs a every team that's drafting a quarterback is a bad team. 49ers aren't a bad team. They just had a lot of injuries. Now, the scenario I was putting out there is I believe there is one guy on in this draft that can make San Francisco an instant Super Bowl contender this Marty. year with Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's Kyle Pitts. Really? So Kyle Pitts on Even the with it all there? Middle, and the two, yeah. and Debo Samuel and Ayuk, that's a matchup nightmare for any defense, top defense, any defense, and you're going to make them a Super Bowl contender. And you ain't going to see its tight end – like. The last time you've seen tight ends like that was Gronkowski and Hernandez, right, John? Yeah, right. They were a nightmare for any team. The only, the only is it out of the question is, is what I was asking. I know it's probably it, it, not, it, most likely not going to happen, but is it out of the ballpark? Would it, could it, can it happen? Why not? Here's my the only comment, is, Kenny. Here's my only comment for that. My only comment would be. The last thing I wanted to say, Kurt, and then I'll let you go. Okay. Is, is Jones, Fields, or Lance 
going to make them instantly better than they have now with Garoppolo. No, but here's my Definitely question. Not. Here's my no. question. But here's exactly. my but here's my point. If the Niners had the third pick, yes. But since you gave up two picks, yeah, you cannot. You can't do that. Exactly. You got to get no a quarterback. Way, right. you, no, I, I get that. I, I totally get that. You got to do it. You know, I'm just bringing up. But think of the offense that they can have with Kyle Pitts. With Kittle on the other side. Uh, yeah, but they would get, honestly, Shanahan outside. and Lynch would get roasted if they did. They just would get roasted. They have to take a quarterback. They, you can't trade, swap from whatever they did this year, so that's a one, and two more ones to get a tight end. You just can't do it. They got to take a quarterback. If they and had the third pick. I get that. But, is, my point but the point I'm making is Jones, Fields, or Lance, much better than Garoppolo. And no, not only opinion. that, and not only that, not. you're 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 sitting a guy again. That's my point from before. Yeah. You, you know, unless we haven't talked about the fact that does you know, I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo's, I don't know how, but gets traded, traded. You know, with somebody. Even if it, even, I, I, he to me is not that big of an upgrade for anybody. Even if Chicago wants to trade for whatever, he, you know, he's not that big of an upgrade. Mostly because he, they don't throw the ball. You know, the difference between having Hernandez and Gronkowski is it's Tom Brady throwing to you. Even if you put Pitts with Kittle, and the Kittle's hurt a ton now, too. And I, I like that. I'm always the guy in fantasy who drafts two tight ends, you know, stud tight ends. But it's still Garoppolo, and that, that kind of is the problem there. You yeah. know, when when their, their best pl- players on offense, I agree. Yeah, right, exactly. Is Kittle, right? But it's also Samuel on the end arounds, Mostert when he's healthy, those kind of guys. They don't want Garoppolo to throw the ball a ton, believe it or not, you know? Yeah, so, you know, but again, you pick Jones, you pick one of those guys, they're sitting behind Garoppolo. Or you've got a guy sitting who is making $100 million. Yeah, Garoppolo is 26 and 8 as a starter. Right, yes. He manages the game very well. How can, how can you not, like, because I'm going to say this one more thing, John. Here's my last. I'm gonna, we're going to get last words. For no, no, I'm going to text all you guys tomorrow and go nuts when it's pits tomorrow. No, but you know, what it, you know what it comes down to, John? Because I'm going to tell you right. You're right. He is 26 and 8. But you know what? When he has Emmanuel Sanders wide open on that field in that Super Bowl, and, and that's he, the and shot. And he choked. And he choked. He choked. And you know what? Listen, you got to yeah. win a Super Bowl now with San Fran. That window's closing. Listen. The, the, the you're Falcons, not doing the Falcons, that with a rookie quarterback. That's the point I'm making. Hey, Kurt, yeah, the, the, the Falcons. The Falcons lost a 27 point lead. The 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 the, the Seattle Seahawks could have ran the ball and won a Super Bowl. It happens. It all happens at the end of the day. One pass doesn't make or break a guy's career. I mean, Seattle, the, the Seattle game was coaching. Right, Seattle yeah. game was coaching. I mean, coaching. Marshawn That's Lynch could have ran it in by himself without yeah. an offensive When line. Russell Wilson Back threw forward. that interception, Back is forward. Russell Wilson getting yeah. shipped out of Seattle? No. Backwards. Still. But yeah, the, the defense has won, won a, lot, a lot of those games for that team. That true. defense was dominant for two or three years. True. And you know and what? True. When you have to make your one or two, right, you have that defense, and we're telling that quarterback, make three big plays a game, and he doesn't make it. Listen, I like guys, Kenny. I like Kenny's point, though. I, I, you're this. That is truly a win now team, you know. So I, I don't under. I don't get the trade. Right. That is they shouldn't have done why that trade. So I don't, I don't get the what trade. are you doing? Not on draft day. That's why you have ten minutes. Why are you making that trade three or four weeks before yeah, the draft? Exactly, and it it forced their hand to like Kenny's saying. They could have went up to five and said, "We'll take Pitts and put him with Garoppolo and Kittle," but they can't do that now. They can't. Yeah. 
They could have um, gone up to Atlanta. Atlanta probably the most the closest guarantee to taking Pitts. That I just threw it out there. It's a little, yeah. no, I mean, it's a it's scenario a that no one that no one's talked about because everybody, every show has said quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. What if you know? Right. Just think of this team if they got Kittle on one side, Pitts on the other side. All these guys are healthy. Think about how that offense would look with any quarterback. But when does to your point, Kirk? When does Kirk, when does when does anybody learn from the past? You know, Wentz and Goff and uh, you trade three first round draft picks to move up to get guys who are, are mediocre quarterbacks. It makes no sense. Stop I don't understand the, the collateral there. Wentz I heard a stat. A I heard a stat. Here's my last thing. I heard a stat the other night. They said in the past, I don't know if it was ten years, but they said the only top ten quarterback. That is still with their team, or was it with their team, or or went was Mitchell Trubisky? Not even with their teams. It was something That's that had great. a winning record in the that top ten picks or top five or six picks in the last ten years. It's just it's astounding. Like not, none of these guys are with their teams anymore. It's you crazy. don't give up draft collateral. This is not the NBA where you start five players. This is football where you gotta yep. put you know twenty thirty good players you know on the field at at some point. You know. Yep. All right. So let's do this. Final words, and we're gonna head out. Sis, what's your final thoughts? Penny, do not text me tomorrow night and congratulate me after one of my Alabama boys wind up on the Giants. That's feeling, my final. Feeling your final thought. Uh, I'm going to text sis after they draft alignment. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, your final I'll buy thought. I'll you a steak dinner if they do that. Uh, I'm going to say that that Roger Goodell messes uh, – hundred to. I'll, I'll give you one-to-one odds uh, that, that he messes up the uh, linebacker from Notre Dame theme. Who is it for Amar? Not a prayer. <laughs> Mr. Kirkpatrick, your final words. Uh, big thank you to everybody tonight uh, joining us. Justin Bielen, surprise guest yep. at the end. Justin, thanks for being on with us tonight. You're welcome. Thank uh, you. Definitely uh, excited about the draft tomorrow. Anybody, everybody's welcome. Carson and I are going to be doing a draft analysis show. Wits and Wagers is going to be 7.30 to 8 o'clock, and Carson and I are going to be staying on throughout the first round. Do you want to come on and hang out with us? Comment, or you want to hang out with us on Zoom? It's an open invite to everybody. We're just going to have a fun little night with everybody and talk draft with a bunch of people awesome and my final thoughts is i do not want a quarterback in round one we'll we'll have the zoom info posted on all night long on the on the screen for everybody i do not want a quarterback first round and uh we will not be hearing from sis because rashawn slater will be a giant that's it all right boys good night thank you justin for staying with us beal and thank you for coming on as our special surprise guest tonight yes yes Johnny, I'll see you tomorrow. I hope we can. Thank you for coming on. Take care. Enjoy enjoy the draft, guys. You too. See you later, Justin. See you guys tomorrow.